and the, it was going awesome. And we even started having drinks at a bar, and we each had uh, girlfriends with us, whatever. We're having a great time until I got comfortable enough to go, hey, you know, we also, we share a birthday, you know? <laughs> I, I as, as someone who's been eternally single. Go ahead. Is it your it, fault? Yes. No, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Tweeting I'm after so your sorry. dates, Ashley. Tweeting yeah. after <laughs> your dates. Oh, I, bad news, Paul. You're getting a Batman bag. <laughs> this is not bad news. I am so pleased. Support them. But you know what's more important mm. than helping people's mental health? Fuck you, John. I'm, I'm just ben. saying... Tom, you're a comedy fan. Here's here's what happened. So I came, so I, I came up after after uh, <laughs> after she finished after she finished a couple times. I'm not one's, one's not enough. What you a know, you go for two. That's how you start it out. And then um, oh Jesus, boom. Um, and so uh, um, so so when I when I emerged, I went to kiss her, and she just grabbed my face and she sucked it all out of my beard. So hurtful. That's a literary reference. Oh, I got a. Hey, he can't tie me up now. I'm the only one here. Books, pages. Mm. Right, right, right. Verb, noun, adjective. Nice. <laughs> Someone give me that. Of I'm course. very prone of to course. bullying. No, that you're talking about uh, Andy Gibb. I am talking about Andy Gibb. Pardon me. Get, yes. get your Gibbs straight if you Sorry. want to come at me, bro. Sorry, sorry. Those nice bearded men and their and their uh, Aryan friends seem like they have a very they're doing very different shows. <laughs> Mary Lane's got pink hair. She touched her in a hole. I tried to. It curled away too quickly. It's difficult with tea. Sometimes you try and tune it and you get Assam. <laughs> I'm officially oh. declaring it. Jordan is the governor general oh, of the stream. God damn it, guys. I took a riddle today. I can only focus on one thing at a time. What is happening right now? <laughs> two screens. I want to have two yeah, screens. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, Paul and I were walking through the park, and uh, uh, we walked past the the uh, the tennis courts. A ball had gone over the fence. Paul went down, grabbed it, threw it over, and the the young woman who was playing said, "Thank you, sir." Ouch! Ouch! Right. Here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna fucking take over this fucking festival, and you're not gonna fucking stop me. Why? All these fucking robots are all around the fucking city, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't knock the spit roast till you try it. Just hang on. So, like, uh, uh, can you just keep keep going? Make an appeal right now for us to stop this whole thing. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> I think we should see Paul's face for this. There's going to be tears. No, your junk oh, in the trunk is not as prominent. Make the, make the camera go lower now. Jesus. Now bounce, bounce your bottom, sir. What are we doing? <laughs> Having a nice <laughs> so let's watch That's it one a more Betty Crease's Jamaican for poop shoot. <laughs> so I'm on the toilet. The toilet paper's here. I grab some of the toilet paper. I stand yeah. up. 
I turn around. Whoa! 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 No! A whole lot of the world can get it right round itself if I have a bad bad. There you go, buddy. There you go. What what was Tom talking about? Whoa! 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 Go back. What happened? Go back. The bed is hot. Richard Bald, we're on the I want people to be saying, Michael, is that a beard? And I can say, no, shit residue from the kink I enjoy participating. <laughs> uh, I was uh, moving into position right uh, to, to blast away on her, uh, on her there chest. And I uh, slipped on the sheets and accidentally punched her in the face. And then... <laughs> I want people to be saying, Michael, is that a beard? And I can say, no, shit residue from the kink I enjoy participating. <laughs> uh, I was uh, moving into position right uh, to, to blast away on her, uh, on her there chest. And I uh, slipped on the sheets and accidentally punched her in the face. And then... <laughs> Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Christian and Irish Ashley combined to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Nothing makes me sad. Oh, ho, ho. The agent lost his bladder in the airplane. Max White guesting. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. What was that intro? That was sick. I thought you guys were live during it when I turned it on. No, man. Clip show. It's, uh, it's oh, the fun shit. thing. Twi- Twitch is cable access TV, but for anybody. Chris is out. Chris is leaving. I'm gone. Chris I'll see you guys great. later. Have a great show. Chris is off Moose to join Jimmy Jimmy Buffett's Moose band. Moose to Canada to wear Hawaiian shirts. Bold. Bold That's right. Move. That yeah. shirt is fucking wild, Chris. Dope, right? I know. It's pretty sick. I, what I also like is that Max it's is so wearing, <laughs> is wearing uh, a New York man's uh, uniform right there. Mm-hmm. Worn. Detroit hat? But, Ba- baseball cap, gray long sleeve yeah. sweater. This is the New York look. Like, th- yeah, even if you're living I'm in 30- Brooklyn, Max, you're dressed Manhattan. I'm 39. What else am I supposed to wear? Something wacky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this I'm also. Are you from Ottawa, it. John? I certainly <laughs> am. That's awesome. I, I finally have. Ago. I finally have merch of my hometown. Yeah, Max, you'll be pretty disappointed. It's very boring. It's like. Wait, why it's are we like cutting what? out so much here? Is that hold up? Is that my that's fault? You. Or is that your guys? That's that's it's you. Yeah, we're, we're all set. Yeah, you're. Okay, you're hold up. Terrible. Here, we'll do okay, this. Wait. Can we just? I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna Fun. remove you. You'll still be here, and you figure it out, and, and just pop, you just add yourself, and you can pump back in. Okay. Um, Max White, everybody, our guest today. I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm not monitoring the chat, so be nice. 
Um, and I assume Chris is and Tiger Tiger and our other wonderful mods. Thank you all for to our wonderful mods for helping keep the chat a fun place where truggies can go and frolic and semi bully me. Uh, Chris, uh, guess what I did, did yesterday? I did a show and then I uh, I backed into a boat trailer in front of an LA County sheriff. Cool. So, well, I leave the show. I got a bit thrown because of the uh, I didn't know that Brian Callen, he of many Me Too accusations, was on the show. Oh, um, how did so that as, go? I was, as I was leaving, he was just stood in front of the door and he was like, Great set, man. And I was just like, Huh? And then I like fist bumped him. And I was like, Oh, no, shit. <laughs> now I got Colin <laughs> on my hand. Ah! <laughs> um, and then I just walked out and I was all distracted because I'm like, What am I supposed to do in this moment? And I'm like, Just continue to live your life, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and then I just backed the car I was driving and right into a boat trailer. I don't know if you, Chris, you don't drive, so uh, you don't know that. Why was there a boat trailer in L.A.? I was by the beach. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, people literally just leave boat trailers in restaurant parking lots in the beach. By the way, the beach by Los Angeles is... And part of the reason why I did very well at that show is I did 10 minutes on how everyone who lives by the beach is an asshole. Because what they mm -hmm. do is they move to the most inconvenient part of the city. And are like, why does no one visit? And it's like, I'm not, change I'm not getting onto four <laughs> different highways to get to you. Go fuck yourself. You... Yeah. I my heard, max is two. You know, I've never, I've never, I've never heard this before, but it sounds like LA might not be a very well planned city. It certainly isn't. Let's see. How oh no, Max, are you there? Max, chunky, crunchy, crunchy, chunky. Max from Brooklyn, are you there? He's not there. He's not there. What's that? Max, you froze, bud. Oh, he left. He'll oh, be back. Gone. He'll be back. He stormed out. He's from He'll the be beach. It's that classic um, New York Wi-Fi. It's too cool to join in. That's right. I mean, what's weird is LA, the certain neighborhoods so well planned, nothing else well planned. The FBI shut down his internet. Chris? Yeah? The FBI got him. Oh, um, no. Probably because he's got that Jan 6 name. Mm hmm. It's very. Do you know how many, like, do you know how many white supremacists want his Twitter handle? This is Max White. Oh my God! Here's my question: What's the over/under on black people that stormed the Capitol? Uh, I think I saw like ten when I was looking at the videos. Here's my other question: How many people stormed the Capitol? I have no idea. I've thought about that event so much, and it's so weird. What's up, Andy? Uh, that I have not acknowledged. How many people stormed the Capitol? Am I? It, I'm being it looked, like, it looked like a few hundred. I mean, that actually went in, and then I think it's a few thousand in, in terms of like that were on the mall. A few thousand. But I think I'm that actually saying, went in. It, it looked like it was like maybe two, three hundred. I'm saying, which is a lot. That, that sounds like a low number, but it's I'm fucking saying, a lot. I'm saying two thousand people made it in. And then we don't know how many were like patrolling the the exits of the the um, underground tunnels just in case Nancy Pelosi arrived and they could string her up, you know? Because um, there were those guys too that were uh, watching all the exits. Interesting, uh, Chris. You are very wrong on the few hundred. <laughs> Oh, really? How many actually went in? Oh, 2,500. 2,500. 2, Damn, that actually went into the, the house? Yeah. Holy Because it's way longer than you realize. Like, it was most of the day. Damn. Because you have to remember, there were no police there. Mm. And this is the other weird thing that no one talks about. Yeah, yeah. 20,000. Uh, 20, yeah, cost Castro over through Batista with fewer. Yeah, a lot of people. It was so fucking scary. But there were also I think bombs. Castro, Castro had the country behind him, which made it a little easier. Yeah, though they also found the DNC, they found bombs at the DNC and RNC headquarters, which is why the yeah. Capitol Police weren't as much there. 
and uh, they had changed regulations on who can declare, uh, who can send in the National Guard to the Capitol. They had changed it, and no one knew, and no one knew who could do it. Like it was a fucking logistical nightmare. Wow. Well, it was that, but it was also they were sort of ignoring it and not taking it seriously. And then the president at the time very much was like, "I'm not calling anybody." Fuck you. No. Oh, he's fucking. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, it was all it was all a mess. Apparently, um, they asked Ivanka to be part of the investigation. Oh yeah, I was, I was reading today in the news. They said, "Hey, baby, you want to snitch on your daddy?" It's not that. It's hey. Well, it's different. Everyone's acting like it's like you have to come in and testify. They have all the evidence. This mm. is a this is a senatorial probe. Like they've got they yeah, have but, all. But the having FBI. like a firsthand family member being like, "Yep, did it." That would, you know, you you know, you, you're in the storytelling business, John. You know how what a difference having a person there to tell the story is that's over they, on paper evidence. That's not what they want her to do. They want her to simply come and go. What did you do on that day? And then they just want to know because mm. the the big the assumed narrative is she was the one sent in to tell her dad that he needed to do something and he refused because he was enjoying the violence. What I always find the most fascinating about it, which is the scariest part, let's see if this works with Max. Max? Oh, Yo, you back, bud. Better? Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was fine for us. It was fine for us the whole time. So It was uh, not fine how it is for you. It oh, really? Was, I was fine. Sorry. Me. Really bad. That's okay. That's all good, bud. Nope. Still sucks. Oh, damn. Aw. Aw, Maxi baby. Max Can you plug me. into your modem? Have you got a, one of those sweet-ass cables? Max, I feel like this no. is because the universe doesn't want us to get to know each other because we're we, we <laughs> occupy the same celestial space. Like you, you're you're August me in London. You know what I mean? Sleeping in my know, tiny room. I know so much about you, John. Without without ever spending more than a couple hours at one time, I've slept in your bed. I've just never you've never been there. Unfortunately, is That's that right. right? I thought I thought that you guys will have. Like spent time. I know that you know hung out briefly store, at the store. We hung out for about nine minutes because we had to go to different shows. Can you yeah, tell? I can you tell you that story town. about about him showing up late on a bike? All right. Can I? Because I think the last time I saw John, I got John was not. Am I saying it right? And that 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 story might have. Listen, I'm an observer, and it's my perspective on these issues. But John, does it bum me out if I tell that story? No, no, not at all. I don't remember the story. Oh, the amount of fuck, okay. Max, the amount of shows I've arrived late to on a bicycle, number yeah. in the thousands. Like it's, <laughs> but it wasn't the arrival so much as the exit, and it was you had where shown was up. It? I think it was, I don't even know it where was we at the are. Store. It was at the comedy store. Oh it was yeah, your yeah, first yeah, yeah. week in town. I do remember this. This is a good story. I was there and did potluck, which is their open mic on Mondays, mm -hmm. and it's randomly picked. Um, and you had gotten the sought after friends and family spot from a mutual yeah. friend comic there and you had shown up <laughs> laid on a bike you ran in i think you ran up to me and you're like i was like john like you're in la i thought you're still in london and you're like i'm late for a spot and all the la comics and all a lot of the la comics i was saying next to her like who the fuck is this guy like on the friends and family list which is this this coveted spot you showed up late it's a three minute spot which is like really tough to do and it's at is it like 7 p.m john on a monday is that what time this starts? it is it's 7 p.m. So, on a Monday in pre-COVID L.A. traffic, which means you're literally performing beside a beautiful open window and yeah. gridlock traffic. Like, it's like... <laughs> I thought you were going to blame you being laid on bike traffic, but okay. I, I <laughs> no, 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 um, no, 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 no. But I'm, I, you showed I was, up I can, and you... I can tell you why I was late, by the way. Okay, well, let me get through this, because I'm sure we've <laughs> lost everybody at this point. But 
Um, this is the entire you, you had to do a shirt change, if I remember right, because you were sweaty. Mm-hmm. That, does that sound like a Hastings move? Mm-hmm. You went in there and then you riffed about. <laughs> Wait, before you get in, before you get into the riffing, when you say the shirt change, the way you told me the story is John came up and went, Max, how's it going? I'm late, and then just took off his shirt in the street. Yeah, and all these LA yeah. comics were like, who the fuck? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was fuck, funny look. because to add to the level of just tomfoolery i just watched will hunting good will hunting um <laughs> you, you are 39 like that's they were they were they were, <laughs> they were they were i mean it's la right and maybe well god it's it seems like a dream so long ago but let's just say everybody is like man like what the fuck like you're in town for two days like why do all these out of towners get spots and then hasting comes in like a blur like a superhero changes shirts gives me a hug changes shirts maybe the other way around uh, goes in and then riffs and then didn't. I don't know if you didn't know it was a three minute spot, but they light you. And then right at the end of your set, you're like, I think that might have been important. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I can't remember what your set's about. It was funny, but it was just. I, you, it, to- it was- you told me that uh, uh, he did three minute riff about how the mic smelled like ass. Yeah, um, yeah. And again, I would never tell another comics jokes. I was hoping Chris would jump in on that one, but something like that. I don't remember. It, it, one all. of those just powerful sets. <laughs> but what else are you doing? It's, it's, it's daytime, 7 p.m., and it's literally empty. There's like seven people there. And well, and what, ha- what happened was, is I walked off. I said, I think that was important. And then the booker went, come back next week. And then Max went, I think it was important. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I yeah. remember. And then yeah, that and- was. And then Max told me about all the outer being like, they're all saying like outer towner things. And then I remember being like, I got to go to another spot. So I'm just going to walk around the building and leave. And then I did. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact. I just remember being like, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was hilarious. I mean, that, that was when Adam was the booker, right? At comedy store. Uh, And then what happened was I went to uh, Australia for six weeks and he he forgot I existed. So I said, hey, can I come back? And he was like, who are you? And I like explained who I was, showed yeah, him text I... messages. And he was like, I mean, I've forgotten. So you got to start again. And I was like, yeah. what did start again mean? He's like, you got to set up for the open mic. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like... Yeah. Uh, so to, to, to go on that, I have a, a friend that I started comedy with in Michigan, uh, Guido Saltarelli. Lives, lived, moved to LA uh, pre-COVID and is literally drove into town um, that day straight from Michigan. Went to the Kill Tony open mic, uh, murdered so hard. Hinchcliffe brought him on stage and was like, that's a perfect one minute set. That's what everyone needs to do. Was like, hey man, like afterwards talking to him was just like, you need to stay. Just whatever you gotta do, just stay in LA. You're gonna like, you're gonna make it. Like you're gonna be fine. Well, Guido in his infant, is like good looking Italian dude, has longer hair, decides to shave his head the next day and then start wearing glasses. <laughs> uh, I come out like two weeks later and I did Kill Tony and I, uh, uh, I'm talking to those guys afterwards. That's the first time I ever met them. And I'm, Guido's there. And I was like, I saw the episode. Like, I saw how psyched they were on him. And I'm like, Guido, what's going on with that? Do you ever do those shows? Like, they don't ever really talk to me. And I'm talking to, like, those guys from Kill Tony. And I was like, hey, do you know, like, Guido? Like, he was your show before? And they're like, you're fucking Guido? Like, we didn't know what the fuck happened to you. And it's like, typical, like, Michigan move to shave your head and become completely unrecognizable. That's and so then wonder funny. why. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that a, girl from from uh, Dirty Dancing with her nose job. Oh my god! Why Jennifer did she Gray. do that? <laughs> Why did she do that? Because everyone also, was in her ear. Every report was like, "What a beautiful young woman!" Shame about her nose. I disagree. Took her own advice. Nobody I put the baby's t- nose in the corner. Goddamn right, Max. I'll tell you who was John Hastings' fave babe of the babe of the Brat Pack era. It's Jennifer Gray. I love. I think she's, 
She yeah. was hot, and also she she was able to portray like she was an incredibly attractive, mean human being in Ferris Bueller, and that's incredibly mm -hmm. like difficult oh, to pull she, off. Yeah, she's got range. You ever seen the movie Wind? No, no, never even heard. Oh of my it. god, it's a sailing movie. It's incredible, and she uh, she's the Max. Like, I, the I, I I have oh, to damn. stop you right there. What 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 is the plot of this sailing movie? Are they racing? Are they trying yes, to get sailing America's movies? Cup. It's about the America's Cup. The yes, it is. In the world, of course, Again, Australia, and Matthew Modine is the lead in it. Oh, fuck, I forgot about Matthew Modine. How could you forget about Matthew Modine? You? What was Sir, the last, what was the last movie Matthew hour. Modine was in? Ben Hur. Uh, uh, no, the I show Weeds. Yeah, he's in the show Weeds, and he's in um, Full Metal Jacket, and that's all he needs. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Fucking and years wind. ago. <laughs> Can we do a book and report wind. on wind or a movie report? Because I think you'll like it. And there's also, like, uh, who's the guy that you guys – wait, do you uh, – is it uh, Skarsgård? What's that guy's first name? Not Alexander Skarsgård? Alexander Skarsgård. The Skarsgård. older one. That's in Goodwill Hunting. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, um, Bill? No, I think it's, like – Skeller Skarsgård. He's in that movie. Oh, Dune, Stellan. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, that he's guy. awesome. Yeah, he was in. Heat yeah, he's in well. it too. He's funny yeah. as fuck. Do you um, know a weird yeah. thing about the America's Cup that blows my mind? The America's Cup. If it wasn't for the America's Cup, there is a famous American TV channel that would not exist. TLC. Better. <laughs> what? A and E. E S P N. The only thing when ESPN launched, they could get the rights to was the America's Cup. And no way. It happened to be the year like America won it, and it wasn't just America won it. It was like America won it, and like everyone else was using a boat, and America was like one guy, a bathtub, and a dream. And it was just like <laughs> it was like so, and it was like they had to every news channel had to go to them to get footage because no uh, one else had footage of the America's Cup, and they were like, "This is brought to you by ESPN. ESPN is a cable channel. We don't know what that is either, but eventually you will go to a restaurant that is ESPN themed." Next question I, for you. Has crazy. my dad taken me to the ESPN Zone restaurant in New York? More yeah. times than I could count. He still said it's closed. <laughs> All right. Wait, I'm looking right now. I want to see how long that winning streak was because it's like incomprehensible. Uh, it's like our it's like America's winning streak in wars. It was it was long and then quickly stopped. Um, America's <laughs> Cup. You guys won like three. Streak. Yeah, how many wars did seven, America? No, according not, to Wayne's World, we're seven and one. At in what? I'm not the, giving the, 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 you. You don't get Wayne's World. World he's like, we're seven and one. Oh, no, wait, what movie was that? That's not no, Wayne's World. Fucking, I remember that. No, it's Stripes. It's with Bill Murray. What a, Stripes movie. What a crazy movie. Oh, to wow. What two movies are so crazy to confuse? <laughs> yeah. They both feature I'm, SNL cast members. Only similarity. 132 year reign. Go wow, on the America's Cup. Yeah, and the the rule was that if if any captain that lost it would have to lost the trophy would have to replace it with his head. Damn! I hope they revealed that. I hope not. Only America would be like law still stands and be like that's very illegal. Yeah. And it's like enough of this. Enough <laughs> yeah, of this. Yaddy yaddy yaddy. Put it on the mantle. Have you got here's Tuck it. <laughs> what I always find interesting about sailing is sailing attracts really like it attracts like white waspy fucks and the biggest hippies like at the same time and they can just coexist. Like, but also like trash because like I used to race sailboats when I was younger and it was a combination between like 
like really rich, like well put together dudes, and guys yeah, yeah. who are dressed like I'm dressed right now, and only want to drink like Coors Light and get fucked up. Like I remember, I remember a, another man. Sounds so much like comedians. <laughs> tried to give it is. Yeah, but we don't want to do. We don't. Crossover. Comedians do not want to do knots. We are but not way, looking. <laughs> I'm, one one guy's wife one guy's wife tried to Listen. give my my dad a, a a a lap dance like a pole dance on the mast. She was so fucked and she was just trying to bang my dad. And full like tried to oh nice <laughs> buddy I got ropes too I got ropes yeah. too I, I learned how right, to try sorry. bowling. Sorry, Check Chris. this shit um, out. <laughs> it's see through, bud. I know it's yellow. I stopped wearing it, but I wanted to put on my Steve Zissou hat. Oh. That's cute. Oh, where's mine? It's packed. Um, how you been, Max? You been on any cool mountains lately? Yeah, Max I just got home last night. Now. I've been camping in the winter for five days oh, in Vermont. Winter, winter mm. camping, if you have the right gear and know what you're doing, is so fucking calming because you are alone. But you forget one yeah. item and you're, oh, go fuck yourself. Dead. It's the, yeah, now it was it's, great. It was really fun. Wow. What um, did you go tent or did you build a uh, oh what that thing uh, called tent bivy just mm-hmm. uh, sort of above the tree line and then um, my Ford for a couple of the nights parked at the trailhead so cowboy camping nice um, but yeah you're totally right John like uh, all the right gear makes it all the mm-hmm. I mean all the difference in the world this is a strap in now for the most Canadian thing I've ever said I the mm-hmm. amount of different times at, so I grew up in Ottawa. Um, oh my God! I grew up in Ottawa, and <laughs> Ottawa, you can literally like stood where I grew up, the house I grew up in, with peak traffic, fifteen minutes, and you are in like bury a body woods, like mm-hmm. like that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. But what you get a lot of is, and no offense to Americans, uh, but it was predominantly Please. it would be prominently New York State plates in the winter, and yeah. they would just like show up in like in like. One thin way in a in like a in a giant's windbreaker and a yeah. toque, and they'd be like, "We're going camping for six days," and you're like, "You will be rescued by the park ranger night two. Yeah. yeah. Um. So just don't. Just there's a lovely trail hotel you can just sleep in. Do not think you can camp because this is so much harder than you realize. Yeah. That's what you have to like when I'm guiding, like teaching people about that. Like winter is great because there's no bugs, but it also complicates mm-hmm. everything, particularly injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Anything that happens, you're, you're, it, it just, it's exponential fuckery. Like even yeah. if you, something as simple as not taking care of a cut in the summer, you might um, worry about like infection, things like that though. But on the cold, you're working on circulation. If the circulation's cut off by like, if you bandage it too tight, now you lose a finger. So it's, um, yeah. it's, it's exactly what John said. If you're prepared yeah. for it, it's the best thing in the world. It's what I love to do um, oh. more than any other type of camping, but mm. shit goes downhill real quick if you fuck it up. Closest, See, I, closest I found is we went. I went on a big uh, snowshoeing trip years ago with like ten dudes, and we went out in a blizzard. Um, and we made it up to this cabin that had like a bunch of beds and a kitchen, stuff like yeah. that. And once, once we were there, it was beautiful. And the only thing that we did was, um, like, we go on walks and stuff. But the two of the guys dug out. Um, it was really deep snow. Dug out this little like cavern, put in benches and stuff. And so yeah. we go down there and just hotbox it. Because we were up in that cabin for like three days. Yeah. And because of the blizzard, no one else was there. But that was proper uh, winter knowledge. It's the, I mean, the grounds, the, the coldest the ground usually gets in like, you know, North America, lower parts, mm. um, is like around 32 degrees, 30 degrees, something like that, though. So if you bend down and build a cavern and use like, we can go way nerdy on this. Um, yeah. Uh, it's I, I it's love way safer it. than being above on a tent. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the other thing is also why one of the tricks with winter camping is bury your tent in snow or build a giant like if it depends on how much time you have is the other thing you do is you Mm -hmm. build this like a pile of snow make it like find the tallest person and try and make it at least a foot taller than them but you need a full day for it to settle and then you'd go in and dig out i can't remember what it's called but it's like you can google and there's like canadians who have built living rooms outside like this oh yeah Mm -hmm. and it hollows out and then your body heat melts the inner layer and it solidifies seals it yeah. seals it i've been in one where it's literally like we had to sleep in just boxers because we were it was like it was like this is, yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> dick Max, through the slit but no but yeah. to, no to be clear you live your life the way i do which is if you're winning camping it's not gay it's just something we're doing mm. yeah it's, it's it's a verb that's all i want to do is verb you know exactly like, right yeah it. just make sure you yeah. have a chimney and a glory hole because you don't want exactly carbon like the, the main you How gotta do you get not the... know who else came into your snow cavern. Why would you who else came into mystery? you in your snow cavern? Exactly. Why would you, <laughs> Chris? Ma- winter camping is magical. Do not besmirch the yeah. fun magical. It's the it's the only time I'm comfortable being a pansexual, Chris. Sometimes <laughs> I just want to head in the it's... woods, pile snow one foot taller than me, wait for that to melt, and then turn that into a weird snowy orgy cave. Yeah. If Am you I... have to go gay, your grandparents are less mad if you do it in a snow cave in a blizzard you know like nature's, it's World it's War nature's II. prison it's nature's yeah, prison put that yeah, print it, it like yeah. ready to also, just god, mark god cannot see through snow that's the other true, thing god true. yeah Christian i thought god, he was everywhere he is not everywhere there's one place he doesn't he doesn't love the cold does god he doesn't love it he loves it's <laughs> a nice room temperature you know what i mean god's a nice winter he's like not for me <laughs> yeah. i get i get it i said that's why all not the old people are in Florida, that's right. All the people that believe in him—that's true. That's his, that's his waiting yeah. room, isn't that what the bumper sticker yeah. said? That yeah. is correct. I'm going to Florida next week. Uh, Where? What part? I'm going Fort Myers. Very excited. All sorts of different pro wrestlers from there. Um, are, you, are you doing wrestling stuff? Are you doing comedy stuff or beach stuff? Stand- or just full- what? Uh, two full trips: stand-up comedy and also I'm a fentanyl dealer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, very subtle lap. Uh, and you're going uh, to Florida? You're fucking bringing Stan to the beach. <laughs> you got to go to right. Ohio. Yeah, that, that, you'd say that, but they got, let me put it this way, uh, Max. They got a lot of beaches. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Some of them, <laughs> you got to replenish what? the sand somehow. Are you doing shows in Fort Myers or other parts of Florida? I am. I'm doing a the Laugh in Comedy Cafe Ooh. in Fort Myers, Florida. I haven't been to Florida <laughs> since I was 13. Um, okay. I've already asked a couple of people who played the club, and I was like, "How is it?" And they have all said, "Very Republican." So I was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" Checks out. It's, uh, yep. it's uh, what's the word for it in Canada? T-ball. Just don't be liberal, and you'll be fine. Gotta, you know, <laughs> I don't even what it, what it, what is support that? Support the uh, troops. Yeah, you got to support. I mean, it is. I, I as a Canadian, I just it really weirds me out how much America is like. Got to support the troops, and I'm like, I need you all to a- answer the question. What do you mean by support? Because this, is- yeah, just don't give them a livable wage or medical care, but yeah, but make sure give them a solid if- dinner at Denny's. Solid, That's right? Yeah, yeah, one day a year. That's right. You can <laughs> eat for half off. I mean, uh, John, do you know who's going to be there two weeks before you get there, or I who I not. guess was already there? Who? Michael goddamn Winslow, baby. Yes! Oh, oh swimming yeah. in wait, the wait, wake wait, of wait. champions. Checking their social media. What's this place called? I'm going to look. 
I'm on, I'm on oh, their website right now. It's the Laugh-In so, Comedy Cafe. The Laugh-In Comedy Cafe. Come on. Yeah, Come on, a... Max. You're a comedian in, uh, in the United States. You've played a C-room before. Buddy, these, oh, no. That's, these headliners are... What are you talking about? <laughs> what was that? What did you say? I missed your C-room. Uh, Laugh-In Comedy Cafe? Yeah. There it is. I, I, you should, you, everyone should be like, how could you enjoy the, I like, I love it. Cause it's the comedy club. It's the comedy that doesn't exist anywhere else anymore, except in like regional weird American backwoods where it's like, who's the owner? It's like, well, he's got a drinking problem. It's like, you didn't need to tell me he's a drinking problem. He's got a wig. And I'm like, I'm liking this. And it's like, he loves Frank Sinatra. And I'm like, let me t- uh, guess, does he sing it? And they're like, oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine here. Uh, the trick is, is you just say to that person, I did well. And they believe you because they are not watching comedy. Mm-hmm. Like they're in the room, but they are way too drunk. So I haven't heard of any of these headliners before. Except, except one. So there's, uh, there's is, is Mike, one of Michael them, Winslow, obviously. J.F. Harris, who's been on our show. No, J.F.'s not. J.F.'s not on here. Then it's uh, uh, Mark Skippy Price. Love a nickname comedian. Uh, April Macy. Who was a finalist on Last Comic Standing in tw- 2006? Yeah, she's been on the Howard Stern show. So like she's she's got stuff. Okay, then uh, a comedy hypnotist. That's me. Uh, then <laughs> Joe Matchy, who I recognize, but I don't think I know his stuff. Oh, that's weird. Can you hear me now? Yeah, Max was gone yeah. on his back. Googled that comedy club, and on Safari on my phone, went into my laptop and opened it up. Oh shit! Whoa! <laughs> so that that room almost cost me this banter. So I'll put it on. We're talking about the C rooms. I miss your C room. Continue. And you were saying well, I, about. I'm trying to see if I recognize a single headliner that's coming through, and so far yeah, I don't. Do. It'll be names like Max White. It's uh, it's uh, it's amazing. Um, there's there's two. I will say this. Guys. I will say this though. I have not had a job in a year, <laughs> so. I am just mm, give me yeah. the rooms, all the rooms. Let's oh, go. Yeah, Let's yeah go. for sure. Yeah. Oh, We're I back on regular schedule shit. next month doing like the big clubs in America, and I can't wait. Um nice. yeah. is that you opening for Daniel or yeah, comedy on, on state, yeah. Madison, Wisconsin, the best comedy club in America that I've been to. That I mean everyone says that. Um nice. it's we I've only been there once before. We were there right before COVID. Um but yeah, all of them. And I got fucking club shows here tonight. We're looking kind of normal. Nice, buddy. No, it is. It is weirdly slowly getting to a place. Like it's like this week I'm like today I had one of those tired days where it's like I like my day off, like my time to rest like everyone else's evening is my morning, but I still have yeah. stuff I have to do, so you just do it very mm. slowly and with rage. Yeah. Is where I'm at cuz it's back to like it's that weird thing of in COVID, I moved to being a person that did stuff like in the daytime all day, and I just haven't stopped doing that. But now I'm just doing shows at night, and it's like I'm like, all right, something's gonna give. <laughs> yeah, I had that. I have a problem staying up late. I never had that before. But I have the same problem. Like yeah, yeah. up in the yeah. morning, and I like for maybe last month, I think I had like the same twelve oh four a.m. spot at one of the clubs here. And I was literally just like at my house watching the clock. Like, like that's not me at all. Normally, like. I have an espresso at 9 p.m. and go out and yeah. do mics and shows. But I'm telling you, it was a weird, like John just said, something had to give. And I was like, I guess I can't wake up at six anymore. Not that I like to, but I felt like a piece of shit without doing it, you know, when I didn't have comedy night. So, yeah. Yeah, I, for sure. I'm so dude, jealous of you guys. Dude, it's, I mean, Canada is in many ways being way safer. Like the thing that mm. you need to understand about America is yeah, that we, we have, down. we have freedom here. Yeah, oh, you do. Jamal's got a good joke about that. 
Yeah, there's that's Molly's got right. a great got a great <laughs> joke about it. Who else did I hear about a great one? Uh, Laura P on the show did a very funny riff about uh, America, not like America, the rest of the world. It was who was it? Was it Laura Peak? I don't know. Someone had a good joke about freedom. It's great. Yeah, I, it's I really American comedians. It. American comedians are finally going after being American. And I was like, guys, it was right. The rest of the world has been doing this for about 30 years. So welcome yeah. to the show. Yeah. Cause Americans are known for introspective views. Is that the right mm. word? We don't yes. really look inward a lot. I mean, yeah, well, I, I could have guessed that fact, when you had to take the actually, word philosopher out of the name of a Harry Potter movie. Actually, yeah, I, I, I tried to rewatch those and I, I can't, I can't make it more than 15 minutes. <gasps> Although the Harry Potter wow. movie, the first one, the Harry Potter yeah. movie, I can't stand that shit. One of my friends here was like, this is, this is what happens during COVID when you're not working, you're, you're doing other stuff at night that's not productive. And you have conversations like, do you know how anti-Semitic J.K. Rowling is? And yeah. the first, the shit about the bankers. Yeah, man. We, it's we, we, fucking. Yeah, it's. Well, I filmed it on my phone and sent it to my friend who told me the next day, and I was yeah. like, "That's wild." There's that. There's. I, I think we talked about this recently, but like the only Irish character keeps blowing stuff up, and is always trying to like <laughs> get his hand on booze. As, uh, a, as a, just a Midwest boy, I didn't even. I mean, I'm assuming that. I'm. I'm. I'm assuming that refers to the troubles. Yeah. Yeah. Very um, much so. Uh, we yeah. got raided, gentlemen. So welcome, Richard Wright oh. and the Raiders. Enjoy What's raiding mean? You'll see my being giants of rage, rage, rage. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream with John and Chris and Ashley. Stick around and give us a follow. You are awesome. Welcome, Raiders. So, uh, Max, a raid is, is that when another Twitch stream ends, instead of just dispersing their audience to go live their lives, what you're sort yes. of in the culture of this do is you pick another show that you like and you take your audience and you bring them there. So yeah. that is okay. what just happened. Uh, yeah. And also, while that happened, I looked up at my phone and saw this headline that's real fun. Trump campaign officials led by Rudy Giuliani oversaw fake electors plot in seven states. Uh oh, if they put I, I, the 9 11 mayor in jail for election fraud, this will be the wildest 30 years ever. Like, you know, what it reminds me of like the home, like the home club actually just closed that I grew up like that. I grew up, Jesus Christ, that I started comedy at. Of course, they'd yeah, always yeah. talk about shitty headliners for like two years afterwards. They'd be like, Remember they went to, dude, just you just gotta let it go. You just mm. like, they're never gonna get. We're never going to be satisfied with it. No, the law has to keep doing it. I understand that we don't yeah, have to necessarily it, follow. But I don't like, believe they're the going to catch anyone on anything. Doing it. I see. I, Did you see I, a clever I, I disagree only in that the United States is this very weird country that will, like, it will weirdly solve this problem, but it will do it in the stupidest, weirdest, like, <laughs> how did you guys think that that was going to work? And it's like, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't even fucking work here, man. And you're like, uh, like a, like a twenty-year. That's why I follow it. Is because American political and social news is like it. It sometimes even ends well, and you're just like, "This is how you did it." Like it's never. Yeah. Oh, it's so it, it's so enjoyable. Like it's just like I just think like it's uh it's like CSI. Like uh, if you you like read stuff about like actual police, hmm. they're talking about now like juries particularly are really dumb uh, yeah. because. It's like an informed dumb because they watch CSI and they're like, there's got to be DNA evidence and semen on everything. It's going to be this clean, like, 
yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and it's just not that way. Like, like yeah. law and procedural law, particularly, is very boring and very long and, and painstakingly the whole, slow. The whole oh point God. of the prosecutor's job is to call everything into doubt. So there's no clean. Yeah. There's never uh, a clean. This is and what not, it is. Chris, and not, Chris, just one one thing I have yeah. to just clarify: the uh, the defense. His job. Oh, sorry, the defense's job. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If the prosecutor yeah. is calling everything in doubt, like, who knows? Yeah. yeah no, like... but kind of. No, but Chris, you're yeah. not wrong because they're punching holes in these stories. And not to mention, like, we're in a new world now where people are like, like, okay, it's Tuesday. No, it's not. It's Wednesday. That's the, well, it's that's Tuesday. The... And then on Wednesday, they go, You said it was Tuesday. No, I didn't. Like, do you see that Klepper piece today that came out? No. No. About, <laughs> so he, he interviewed, a, they're calling it J6, you know, the people that went to the um, uh, insurrectionist the uh, vigil. Yeah. Uh, a couple days ago, whatever. Oh, okay. Um, a few days ago, they uh, he interviews this guy who's, who's basically explains he's like, I lived in my car for three months. I followed around the stop the seal elections. I was in a cult. My family brought you know this attention to it. And, you know, they're like, you're in a cult. And then at the end of this piece, he's talking and he goes, so let me get this straight. They like, do you believe now that the election was stolen? And the guy goes, I don't think I know it was stolen. And Klepper just puts his head down. He's like, I thought this was going to be a good ending. Wow. Like, there's not. What's up is down. It's so fucked. I, I generally have zero faith in any results anymore. There was I a really great moment. Not voting I, results. <laughs> there, was a, there was a great, uh, great moment. It was one of the few things in these fucking lunatics that I actually got a moment of joy out of, which was, did you see the guy who invented the birds aren't real movement throwing up on live television? Uh, no, I got to watch it, though. I don't, it was I beautiful. Can we watch phone. it? Can we please they, watch it now? I think we'll, we'll probably get strikes. We've been getting strikes for all kinds of weird shit lately. Uh, What's um, a strike? Is that like a thing? Like a like a DMCA strike, so it's like a copyright thing. So yeah, uh, yeah, we keep getting done sucks. by different sites. But the um, oh, I'll watch it. Wait, Can, you, you got to watch it. It's just like the the newscasters are talking to him, like just asking him questions, and he's got this mug, and he keeps sitting, and then out of nowhere he just goes, blah, and then he just goes, "I'm sorry, I'm so nervous." Just, you do you yeah. do know the birds are fakes guy is faking it like it's a giant elaborate prank on the conspiracy theory community i feel they like that's have... how it started but i'm not convinced that that's how it's continued no it hey, is you guys he... lost keep going john sorry he keeps being like just for like just to be clear this is not real and then they're like that's exactly what you would say if they got to you and it's like oh but that, that's what um, i mean is the movement is no longer that like no yeah the movement started, is no like longer how, his is it's like problem. how incels started out as a support network i mean yeah human beings and now it's a punchline yeah now it's and now also it's a terrorist we were, cell yeah now it's a terrorist group <laughs> we were at a um, uh we were at a tv taping and uh, one of the comics um for um i guess it doesn't really matter late night lights but whatever one of the late night shows they do all the sets on the same day and um she did she, oh, she set up the premise yes. what's that Stephen oh, colbert, colbert there Stephen colbert yeah yeah and um <laughs> sure it yeah. doesn't matter who watches it uh but she uh, actually no i don't know any. well basically she just said about the incel like what she said incel the definition of it, and the whole crowd went nuts because it's like a midwest crowd she said, no, no that's just the definition like let's not <laughs> you stop <laughs> like yeah. it's not we're just like that's not the punchline. Like, like you're like, <laughs> blue. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I, I do though, because a lot of people are bringing up the fact that like America's there's a lot of different realities in this country, but it's like there always have been. Like, you want to yeah. be, you want to feel scared. Like, look up the uh, the numbers on people who believe 9/11 was an inside job. Like, were very high, and they started polling like. Like the towers were still on fire and they were getting that polling data and people were like, there's no way. Like it was. It's... Yeah. 
but I guess those people, though, it, it's like a air quote harmless conspiracy in that you know it wasn't like challenging the foundations of a nation. If you're like if it was an inside job or oh maybe it is, you know maybe maybe that's but, an oversimplification on yeah, my but part. Also, but like, the difference is it's not there's like, no internet either. It's not like John that's, Kerry came to the next fucking election being like 9/11 was an inside job and George Bush was in on it and it's his fault that it yeah. happened during the yeah. You what know, about Julianus walking on those wreckings, though? Dude, yeah. I, I mean, I can honestly say I was in college when that shit happened, and I bought it hook, line, and oh, sinker. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like, fully. dude, like the entire world was like this. Like, yeah, Rudy Giuliani was going to be the president when George Bush yeah. was done. Like in that yeah. moment, to the point that he did the weirdest election strategy ever, which is he didn't run in a bunch of primaries because he was like, "Yeah, I'm not even going to waste the money. I'm definitely winning." And then they were yeah. like, "Oh, let's talk to Rudy," and he was just nine like, eleven. Nine, mm-hmm. nine, eleven. So they were like, "Okay, it's." I think Rudy's weirder than he used to be. And then they were like, "No, no, he was always like this." Like, I love, I love that he's a drunk. That's so funny to me. Mm-hmm. It's like proper New York sloppy drunk. Like, oh, and he's that very. It's a New York and London are the only places that have this, which is super old rich man just drunk early evening. Walking around, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I had one last two nights ago. I was walking. I, I like to go for walks around midnight as I'm just, I'm just awake, and so it's like it's just go for a walk, get rid of some energy, and <laughs> like um, to let people know there could be a serial killer operating, but there's not. And so so I uh, uh, I'm just walking around, and this hammered dude, he easily in his late sixties, fucking hammered, just stopping people in the street and talking to them, not homeless in like a suit. But just talking to people. And as I walked past him, he went, Do you know who I am? And I just kept going. And he went, No, you don't. That's probably for the best. And then walked away. <laughs> and I was like, it Now was I care. Now Kevin I want to know Cosner. who the fuck you are. Oh my God. I hope it was I hope it was someone very niche Canadian, like Mr. Dress Up. I think he Mr. looked like Dress a businessman. Up. He looked like he like owned something. Like I hope he mm. was the CEO was of it Jeff Bezos. It was, was Jeff it? Bezos, but he had a wig on, so you couldn't tell at first. Yeah, smart. Um, do you guys like or hate Jeff Bezos? I hate him. Hate him. Yeah, he's a loser. But like, he's just but, a fucking loser. No, because like, the... what billionaire isn't? Yeah, that's not an yeah. excuse. That doesn't mean first I have all, to like them. First of all, first of all, <laughs> the answer losers. the answer is Mark Cuban because Mark Cuban's the only guy that's like this is what capitalism is. Mm. It's a guy with yeah. black hair and a t-shirt, and I'm weird. Who like I know. But he, yeah, but he also pissed me off with the Doge thing because he was like, this is the currency of the future. And then, like, you know, six months after the thing tanked, he was like, I have $700 in it. And yeah. People are just losing their house. Like, <laughs> oh, did Mark um, Cuban do that? Yeah, that Mark Cuban, oh, the Dallas God. Mavericks. Oh, I knew the Dallas Mavericks do. were the only uh, little franchise at all to like use the Doge as currency at their stadium. And then he was like, this is the future. And then literally just was like, yeah, I have $700. And like, yeah. what? I know fucking baristas that have had 10 grand in it you know and it's just gone like all their government money like Jesus. oh my god that, that was weirdly way more of, it's so funny new york the new york and la comedy scenes dealt yeah. with like that 2020 lockdown so differently all of new york got into crypto and started <laughs> yeah. drinking in parks all of la sat in our homes scared shitless like it was we tried to do so many outdoor shows, and every time the LAPD would show up and we'd be like, it's a uh, protest. And they're like, it is not a protest. Yeah. And they're, they're like, fair, very That's fair. That's a like, real teenager excuse. It's a I thing went out there. Not. 
That's what that's what uh, that's what there. they did in New York. That's how they got around it in New York. They just went into protest, and then the NYPD was like, "We don't care," and the yeah. LAPD is like, "We care." No, the NYPD showed up, and they'd be like, "This is the saddest thing since 9-11. Just do whatever you want." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. In a park busking. And a bunch of like um, my and a bunch of New York friends were like, "What the fucks with LA? You guys are all like lazy, not starting shows." And I kept having, and then it only was proven. My point was when the New York stand up New York came to LA, opened up a bunch of shows, and the LAPD shut them all down. My favorite one was they were like, "It's a protest," and the, the cop went, "That's Craig from the office. He's not protesting. This is a comedy <laughs> show. Shut it down." And I was just like. Like, I was like, out I there like, during the hi- the height of it, and oh. I drove. Actually, I parked in I to the normal spot above the store, and I walked down that oh, hill, yeah, you know, that road. And it was a fucking plastic, and it was um. Who does the one a Argus Hamilton? Yeah, mm-hmm. was doing the one a.m. spot through plexiglass to people outside, and I was like, Maybe. I, I was don't. doing the. I did those spots all the time. You did the show through the building, at Comedy Store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Me- I was like, at- I don't know if I have a job anymore. Like I saw that, yeah. and I was really. Kind of oh, yeah. like oh, worry. Yeah. Imagine, imagine this: uh, you're going through a divorce, and you show up at the comedy store to do a show through a building, and it's just shut because it's like LA has just shut down, and you just didn't check your phone. And I had to be told by a homeless man. He went, "I think that place is closed." And I was like, <laughs> "I think you're right." He was talking about your heart. Yeah, he was. He was talking. He was talking about my chances of not committing suicide. I was like, I think that's done. Uh, dude, I had the or... like. I mean, we all had our different views or, or uh, perspectives of it. Comedy, particularly, is really weird when the world shut down. At least for me, it's... <laughs> coming back. We were in Spain gigging, and uh, we were going to go to London, and then we canceled London. Daniel still went, uh, but then he had to like spent like three grand on a ticket to back to New York in time. Um, but I had just got into a club here and I went to my spot and I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I got like, this is gonna be so nice. And like, you know, it's gotta be up. And I walked in there and it was like shuttered, like mm. nothing. And then I was like, oh, I'll get a coffee. Walk next door, shuttered. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? You're like comedy is so great because there's little moments, little victories that are so nice, but then there's these massive, like plummeting, falls where you're like all right i got my foot in the door and then you just fall on your face you're like okay. i i'm sure i have told this story so many times on this stream i'm gonna tell it this one last time because mike mac mike max has not heard it i was on america's got talent the day the pandemic started the literal <laughs> day about this. the day this. there's no audience it's me Terry Crews, a fuck dressed like a chicken, and the crew <laughs> taking everything down. All of I'll never forget this, which was it was so early on. We were told you won't get it if you wash your hands. So we we're just very closely always just look. We gotta what? Let's wash our hands, but breathe on each other. So do that. Um, go on stage. It happens. It was an amazingly cool clip. I leave. Now there's no Ubers in Los Angeles because the governor has been on television all day like, go home. This is over. Hmm. No Ubers. I'm in Pasadena. For those of you, it's I'm in another city from the city I live in. Like it's 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 drivable, but it's not like it's not like all right, I can walk no, it. Yeah, like far away, man. Yeah, there's a literal mountain range between me and my home. Like it's <laughs> unless I fucking trek to Mordor. <laughs> so I got to take L.A. Uh, I got my foot in the door. The door is steel and powered. 
the door severed my foot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I so I have to take LA public transport, which is like taking, I don't know, it's like going to a drug dealer's house to be murdered. It's very scary and crazy. So it's just me and a bunch of wildness on the golden line. We get to Union Station, beautiful place, lovely art deco architecture. There's a guy stood next to me as we walk off the platform. I walk off and start heading towards the subway. He walks up to a um, security guard, calls him the N-word with the hard R, and they have a full fist fight. And I'm just yeah. stood there like watching as like security jumps on this guy. Does anyone see what happened? Yes, I saw what happened. And that was within 27 minutes. That's that's show business right there. In 27 minutes, I went from I got a standing ovation with no one in a theater. Like one of the more difficult things to do in my job is there a parade? Did Terry Crews say congratulations? No, I spoke to a lawyer and then heard the N word. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Hollywood. And you're like, yeah, did you win? That's that. It was that, so that is, wild. Like, and it, but it was he was fucking... not even half an hour. Not even no. 30 minutes. There's a that reminds there's this story of uh, a, a comics here. Um, I think I heard it on like Mark Norman and Joe List podcast, but they could be wrong. I feel like it was theirs. This is a long time ago too, but they were um, a comic that was visiting from LA. Was they were like walking down the street during like the day, and they saw a guy sitting like in the gutter, like on a curb, wearing a suit. And they're like, dude, that's so and so, this comic from LA that we know. Like, what are you doing, man? And he's like, I just did the Tonight Show. And they're like, dude, that's awesome. What are you doing? He's like, I don't have any money. <laughs> like, I don't, they gave me a check. Like, I don't, like, I'm poor. And like, there's, Damn. I have nowhere to go. I'm here. And it just, that, it, it, well, it reminded me of your story, John. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> it's so, yeah, but it's, it's also one of those things where I kind of like it. It's a very unique, like, comedy. It's so like that. Is it's, because it's so quick. It's like, like it's just yeah 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 once you leave the doors of the venue nothing good's gonna a, happen yeah doug stand up says that you're you're famous for 200 feet yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was that uh i want to i want to i want a thing in uh just for laughs i want a thing in just for laughs i want to go the homegrown comedy competition they don't do it anymore uh it would be for the brits it's like the canadian so you think you're funny did pat bursher win that uh i don't know if he did I think he okay, was keep going. He was, Sorry. He was, he was, Sounds right, though. he was in it. Yeah. Graham K won it. Speaking of okay. uh, New York Canadians, he won it. Um, okay. uh, so I, um, I did it and I walked out and they're like, we have all these shows lined up for you. Uh, there's a van waiting for you pop in. And I walk out to the van and then there's just a woman with a clipboard. And it's like, you're going to miss your next two shows. Cause Steve Martin needed banjo strings. So we took your van. And Jesus. I was like, <laughs> and then I just said, <laughs> hey, I lived in the. I lived in this town. I and then I did this as I lived here for four, five years. Where are the shows? And they were like, "Well, one is Theater St. Catherine, and one is the Comedy Nest." And I was like, "What times?" And they're like, "Well, the Theater St. Catherine one is in forty-five minutes. We don't think you'll make it." And I said, uh, "It's at the end of this alley. Yeah, I'll go it. there now, and yeah. then I will walk to my next spot." And then finally, at my next spot. There was another person waiting to yell at me for not using the van. I will never forget that. It'd just be like, like, like what? My, my buddy, um, well, you probably know, Mike Carozza. He was on the show. I forgot we brought Mike Carozza on the show. I remember Mike. Uh, Mike, Mike Carozza was, um, uh, he's, he's an eager beaver. And he, um, he's a very big fan of being around famous people. Um, and so he would volunteer to be like a handler for Just for Laughs when he was like an open micer. 
And I remember he was Hannibal Burris's handler one year. And when I saw him, because I, I went to go watch Hannibal's show and I saw Mike outside, I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, Hannibal Burris keeps trying to slip me all the time <laughs> at all points. He's like, are you here again? You dumb motherfucker. Get away from me. Mike's like, no, yeah. it's my job. That's funny. I, uh, Some people are... I, was, I was almost Ron White's. I was almost Ron White's driver. <laughs> but uh, but you had to agree to just be uh, be with Ron until Ron uh, Ron wanted to go to bed, and they like very implied where it's like Aww. you're the guy we're paying to drink with Ron, and I was mm. like what? And then I wasn't allowed to leave the restaurant gig I was at. Like I was like they were like we won't. Like, I was like I'm leaving. I'm gonna go take this job, and they're like you can't. You'll be like. You cannot leave. And I was like, I can leave. And then we got into a big fight. And then they, then Paul Ash, name from the past that Crass recognized, called me back. And when we found someone else, and I was like, well. Uh, so I got a question about that. So, like, do you, there's like, particularly LA more so than New York, but do you find people that like want those jobs because they think that's their in? Yes, New York. Like LA, Mark Marin, for instance, like that's like he was a door guy. Watch, well, I mean, this is before the comedy store was like a machine of the door guy to the, that and then the paid regular and through mm -hmm. but like he was just like a hanger out or like a gopher and then kind of got in that way yeah um, what's weird is no that was always the, the system there is yeah you start as a barman. if anything it's a yeah. little bit not that anymore where they kind of will take into account other people's skills but like Patton oswald was already writing for mad tv and they were like we'll make you a door guy and he was like i have an hbo special and like and then he like later was talking to someone who and they're like Wait, they asked you to be a door guy like right away? That's huge. They would have given you spots. You just had to like go do two shifts and then they would have moved mm. you over. Oh, it's really? Like, yeah. It's a like you're like we respect you. Google goggle one of us. We respect you, run of us. Like it's always been that system. It just a lot of people get trapped in it because mm. what happens is they don't go and do other spots in town. It would be like yeah. if the comedy seller had a thing where they had a square outside on McDougal Street. And if you stood in that square long enough three people got to be regulars at the comedy cellar. So you have 40 people always stood there going, maybe I'm going to be one of them. And a couple of them are like, you've been doing this for 25 years. And that is, Ugh. if this is, if this is your dream and this is your truth and you want to do it, fucking party on who am I yeah. to tell you different? You just don't always seem that happy. That's not that true yeah. anymore. Now it is very much a system. All the people are doing it. Understand that all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. They're, they're, they're part, they want to be part of it. But there is like yeah. Max, like you were saying, like Marin was partly there so he could be near Kennison. Like he yeah. wanted to do a lot of coke with Kennison. And I think we all know guys yeah. like that who are like they they don't show up to a lot of shows, but as soon as someone famous is headlining, suddenly they're in the back of the room and they're the first yeah. person to be like, Oh, great set, man. That was awesome. Yeah, like, that's a weird thing, one. The one thing yeah. that also do you think there's those... just a door to Hollywood? And this guy's <laughs> like, oh, I got a plus one. Let's go. <laughs> There's actually a crate that all of those people share that Mike Carosa has it so badly. I'm bad with faces and names. I, do, I meet too many people. Hmm. This is the, like, unless we're in the room we met, I don't remember you. I didn't remember meeting Mike Carosa. And he of anyone I've ever met, like, he's like, you don't remember meeting me? And I was like, I'm sorry, man. What happened? He's like, we were doing an open mic at the Comedy Works together. And you were on right at the beginning and I was at the end. And I was like, we yeah. never met. We never met. Yeah. We were in the same room, not the same, not the same. And all those people that are like, I know this famous person. It's like we were in the same room. We know each other, and it's like that's that is not yeah. exactly it's, the same. That's the same defense that all the famous British comics gave when Russ Monkey with a gun was outed as a pedo. Exactly correct. They're like, that yeah, was... we were in the same room, and yeah, he has my phone number. Yeah, he took uh, a selfie he... with me. We're not buds. 
Max. One thing uh, about New York I noticed is like LA is usually known for like kind of the more shallow air quote. I'm just saying like the, the like the whatever the stereotypes stereotype. of it though. Yeah. But particularly in New York, I've never lived in a place that people are more offended if you don't remember meeting them once or twice. Like wow. people That's lose true. their goddamn minds here. Like really? it was four a.m. We were I was number forty nine on the mic or something like that, and they're fucking I, angry. I have an explanation for this. Okay. New York fetishizes suffering in a way that no city does, including London. And that's pretty impressive because London is way harder to live in by and far. Like, and and even in Max's tone, I can him be like, I've been to both. And I'm like, no, no, you you Mm. fucking, you do six years. No, no, you're right. Yeah, Yeah, it just drives it because it's like, New York people are like, it's so tough. My rent is slightly expensive, but every store in this city makes a good sandwich like a sandwich that you'd be like well you've never had a sandwich from that place we're going right now like we had like yeah. every store but what is it what is it about the fetishization of suffering yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes them suffering. want you so to remember it's the same it's the same reason why like old people say that they walk to school in the snow uphill both ways hmm. yeah there's don't like you know some who i am false I'm bravado the i'm the guy i live the in funny- a shoe in an alley in brooklyn i'm very important but what they don't and, understand and is also, that's everyone. That's everyone in New York. There, like everyone in New York. And there's also experience. like, and, and I'm 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 sure I was guilty of this too. Though it's like you move here, and I've been here for six years now. But when you first move here, like six months in, you go back to your home club, and you're like, I'm a New York comic. You're not. But yeah. you know there is that <laughs> yeah. thing of it. And there's a fucking funny ass story. Like uh, I do a lot of shows, and like whenever my mom lives in South Florida, so whenever I'm down there, I'll do shows. Which John, if you want to go to the other coast, I don't know Fort Myers, but there one I'll, I'll line you up, no problem. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll get in touch. I'd so do that. This one fucking host went so ham on online and then in person. There's a this was only a few years ago, but a kid that had moved here he was probably here for like literally a month and went back and was like, I'm headlining, basically a mic he couldn't even get a spot on before. Wow. And like, I mean, you know, it's like I'm trying to be, uh, you know, uh, more zen. I'm not at all, but you know, I try to not enjoy these moments but this dude said that needed to be said i'm not saying that we're all dumb at some point i understand too but just as a sheer witness to the human experience of it it was fucking magical (laughs) the dude went so hard what did he say he was like i'm so fucking sick of people just moving they don't have a utility bill in their name and their claim in this place is like (laughs) that's made them harden in comedy like just went hard and I would say that would be true in any industry, maybe not just ours. Like if you just got a job at a, you know, marketing firm in Chicago or something, and then you can't, yeah. that's a bad example, but you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I have it's like people fortune, who got like, into university and came back and talked to the people a year younger than them in high school. And it's like, yeah, yeah with a Harvard hoodie on yet. and talking. Yeah. Yeah. You ever watch the show coach? Jesus. Oh that's like, a I mean, throwback. With Hayden Fox. I, I, I weirdly remember the, Craig T. Nelson, I remember yeah. the, the, um, yeah the opening theme of weirdly showing all the yeah. picture frames. I remember yep. nothing else. Okay. So, but there's a great uh, anecdote that I think about every time, like, and I, I have a tendency to douchebag for sure. It just, it's in my nature because, well, for one, I'm me, but also like, I'm a fan of my friends and that goes, that's good. And that like, I'm a friend, I'm a fan of all of you. And it's not a name drop. It's like a friend drop to me. Like I'm, no. I have a personal stake in my friend's successes because I'm excited. Now that can come off as fun or abrasive. And I'm aware of that. But there's this scene that uh, in, in Coach, I always think about his daughter goes to school at NYU, leaves Minnesota, rural Minnesota, to go to NYU, and comes back to their little town after like a month. And she, they go to the diner, and she's like, can I have a cappuccino? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and the whole episode is basically about her trying to act like she's outgrown her roots. 
And I, and I think about that all the time, Ever, mm-hmm. even like, I don't think a lot before I speak, but like, you know, whenever you go too deep in Tell those ponds, you're like, Hmm, interesting. I remember that story. <laughs> Shut yeah. the fuck my, up. my favorite, the, my favorite version of that is it's a very uniquely Canadian thing, which is Canada is the opposite. So I find Amer- I think Americans as a thing of like, you are where you are. You know what I'm saying? If you've moved from rural yeah. Minnesota to New York, you're now a New Yorker. So even if you've been there, for, you've been on vacation for a week, you're coming back to fucking yeah. Bluebird, Minnesota. And it's like, uh, macchiato, elegante. And, but <laughs> Canada. And I remember this. I remember I came back from my grandmother's funeral. So I had been living in the UK for seven weeks. Mm. So seven weeks. And I came back and I meet friends for a beer. And uh, I, they, I was a bit late. And I went, I'm just going to go to the bar. And white friend went, can't wait for the waitress. England's changed you. And I was like, what? That's not even a fucking thing. Damn. You know, uh, that's reminding me of like uh, uh, comics here in New York. Uh, they think about like how tough a lot of people, particularly like friends are like, um, kind of in COVID when they're talking about like how tough it is. And like, I always joke that like how many people were killed just so some comic can get his new five minutes off during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny because like uh, there's a, I don't know how to explain it. Like there's a, a certain thing kind of going on where everyone's like, but it's my job. I have to do this. I have to keep getting better to put a special out. Or I have to keep doing X and Y comedy wise to do it all. And I always think like I used to be a baggage handler. Like that job sucked. Like you know what I mean? Like 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 de-icing airplanes where you had to put all your clothes in like a, a garbage bag in your trunk so it didn't smell like the antifreeze you were soaked in. Oh, and like for two years, I could always smell that stuff. And, and I'm a middle-class kid. I never was hungry when I was younger. Mm. Nothing to complain about. That's what I think about. And then there's some people in New York that like come from absolute poverty. And, I, and they're in the same table I am. And they're hearing these stories about comics complaining about this shit. And I'm thinking like, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy thinks this shit's hard work. Yeah. And then you see what this guy's thinking. And you're like, oh, my God. It's so – there's levels to this shit. You know? It's, fucking, this is why- it's embarrassing when you're with those people and you're with people oh, that are comics. Yeah. It's fucking embarrassing yeah. because yeah. you feel like you need yeah. to, like, explain for them and be like, this guy isn't – I don't yeah, feel this I way. Just, He's a tool. Yeah, I, this yeah, is why well, everyone should just work in a restaurant. Work in a restaurant for a year or two yeah. years. Like, it's, like, forced um, – pers- um, uh, not uh, Like military per- service. Thank you. I can't Servitude. think of the word Con- yeah. conscription to the military. You have to do it because yeah. right there, that cures you of the like, you know what? You know what'll get you stabbed in the neck by a Bengali if you're stood in a restaurant kitchen going, "You guys don't know suffering." Like, do yeah. you understand <laughs> that there it's is art, a man. yeah, there is a dishwasher in there, and he uh, he has a cocaine parabolum, and yeah. he is aware of it, and he's fine with it. Like, yeah, yeah it is a cocaine use, not a problem. They, that's uh, exactly it. Like, it's also I did that show. Is, go ahead. I did this room um, last week in uh, New Hampshire, and I did uh, an hour. I did like an hour and a half. They're really cool there. And it was funny because I met all the new comics, which I really like. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I love meeting new comics. I really yeah, I love doing I pride that. myself on that. Like, I, I love hearing, mm-hmm. especially during pandemic, because like I go back to shows here, I don't know who these fuck people are. And like, I was the new guy, you know what I mean? And now there's these new kids. There's not even a mic scene here anymore. I came up in the mic scene here. Um, and now they just, there's no mic. So they just do their own shows and it's fucking rat. Like it's mm. really cool how they're doing it all. Um, but they're all, you know, they, they're kind of hanging around and like, right before I went on, there was two openers and then me and the kid was like, Hey man, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you get dialed. I don't want to bother you. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I paid to do comedy for an hour. Like I'll talk to you all day long. Like <laughs> I, I let that go of being rust and that like 
I'm not saying it's not important or, you know, you don't want to be in the right headspace, but mm-hmm. what I used to carry into that is so much different now that I'm just like grateful to be there. Like, I feel like, um, David justice in the movie Moneyball. you know, like once he figures out, like, mm-hmm. like this is what we need you for. And this yeah. is what you need for. I'm like, Oh, I'm fine. Like, this is awesome. And then have you talked to newer comics? Like with the pandemic, like some of them, they're, they're like, Oh, I've been doing county for two years. Well, did you do it before the pandemic? No. You're yeah. like, yeah. what? Zoom, yeah. It was Zoom comedy. There's a shitload Dude, of people here that started gonna... on Zoom comedy. And they're all, it's I because I love this shit. So they all started on Zoom comedy. So guess what they're all really good at? Engaging the audience with eye contact. They are real. Here's what they're really bad at. Stopping when there's a joke. They all do. They all are. That's fascinating. It's so interesting. We uh, that's a uh, speaking of Pat Bersher for the second time bringing it up. We uh, when Evelyn came and stayed with me, Evelyn Mock, when she stayed with me in here in New York in this apartment, we were all sitting around drinking. And uh, after a show, we had a bunch of people over here, and Pat was telling like we were all it was like that was pre pandemic. Actually, you know what? That wasn't the Evelyn trip, that was a different one, but it was during the pandemic. And Pat was just gotten into the Zoom show, and I, I've done one, I did one for like a, a corporate gig. and I was like, I don't want to do this. And then um, uh, Daniel was like, dude, just throw out a ridiculous number. I'm like, all right. And then they did it. And honestly, it wasn't enough. Like, it was like PTSD tax. It was like 25 Google lawyers. And I was like, they're chimp. And they wanted to see like, like that. Like, dude, I I fucking should have listened to smarter people and just roasted them. But anyways, Mm -hmm. um, but watching Pat talk about online shows being like, oh, this isn't so bad. It's kind of cool. He makes money. I'm like, dog, it's not. Mm. It's fucking awful. And fucking good on you if you can do it. Really depending on, like, there were some some shows set up here that were awesome. There were a bunch of shows set up in San Francisco that were really good because they all know Silicon Valley bros. So they knew how to set it up. Like, it was an interesting... That's what I wanted to to end it with, though. That was my ignorance because it's my own, like, being afraid of it or not not knowing how to harness it, though. But then Pat was right. Like, I saw some... In SF, I saw that, um, the Interrupt show, um, up there. Dean, fuck, I can't remember her name, but, um... Oh, Dahlia? Dahlia. Dahlia, yeah. Like, they do fucking awesome stuff. And I was like, all right, it's on me. Like, I'm not... That's not what I, like, aspire to do. You know, I just want to be a nightclub. It's real, like, it's methadone. But it's... Yeah, It's, it's also... A New York, it's a East Coast versus West Coast thing. Like it, it's so weird, but they're very different vibes of scenes. New York is way more like get in the clubs, no club people, like hang out. LA is more like you go make your own thing or be one of those guys or girls that the people making their own thing draw from and you perform on those shows. Hmm. And coming from London, it was so also by the way, chat, I haven't looked at the chat in over an hour. I am it's so real sorry. chill. They're just they're just hanging out, they're just listening for the most part. All right, sorry if I'm we're boring with this inside comedy chat, but I'm having a nice time. Oh, Chris, by the way, Max, it's uh uh I think you might have to go if you want to check. No, out. no, I'm I mean, good. I just asked. Just I'm going, I'm I'm not going on till one second. I still have I still have over an hour and a half before I have to oh, be there, so I don't have to amazing. leave here for a while. So yeah, cool, beautiful. Cool. Um, but that's the thing that's so interesting is that LA is way more of like vibe, find your corner. Like when they yeah. say hang out, uh, I thought that's great. I just wanted to make sure people were enjoying it. Um, LA is weird in that they say hang out. So Max, you you visited here. They'll say like you hang out, hang yeah. out, hang out, hang out. Yeah. Um, what what they actually mean is LA has, and it took me so long to figure it out. LA has like 800 people showing up saying I'm a stand-up comedian because here's what LA yeah. has a shitload of hustlers. Mm. Yeah. What is stand-up comedy? It's an angle to get into further into show business. And what I realized was it's a way of going, 
you can't just get three hot minutes, make a tape, and just come and show up at the show, and let's see if someone who's at the show recognizes you. And if they do, then you're in. And that's like the weird thing oh, okay. of what they should say is, hey, I just need to make sure that you're not a weird, creepy guy who used to be a grip on in porn and now wants to try and make it at the Laugh Factory. But they yeah. always they phrase it in these weird L.A. showbiz code words mm -hmm. because they just don't want it's weird. It's just it's an odd. I town. think hangout is actually like a replace the words with be seen. Like that's what yeah. I see of like that. That's the thing here in New York that like, you know, during it just um, I don't know. Like I. I understand the value in that. And I, and I do love the nights like that, like Chris and I always talked about um, where you go and you hang out and you're with comics and you're with your own tribe and your own people. And it's like this awesome hang. Right. Um, but I also see a lot of people that that's all they do and they're not getting better at yeah. what they're supposed to do. And it's yeah. like, you think new headshots are going to fucking bump you the next level? Like, like, yeah. like it's, it's not. And I kind of think of, well, that's weird. I, I kind of, I have a lot of friends in comedy. Um, oh, froze! No, no. The New York comedy mafia just froze you out, yeah, but they uh, don't want they don't want you telling their secrets. SD just severed your spectrum connection. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take you off the screen just for a second because you're frozen. We'll bring you back when uh, when you're moving again. The bottom there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that shit where comics are just like. You know, I'm at a show every night, and then me and my buddies hang out all the time. And it's like that is only half the job, bud. You gotta be. You can't hang out every night. There's uh, got. Oh, there he is. There he is. Oh and yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's yeah, gone completely. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah. There's a, so much of that. There's also a lot of uh, being told you should hang out. Like, yeah, but there's like, also. I feel like a lot of people get into comedy because they're lonely, and they find a, a group that way, and I'm, so it ends that, up. It ends up just being like. Oh, I finally have friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the number. No, of for sure. There's. I mean, think that they're loners, but it turns out they're just unpopular. Like, yeah, you that, are not comfortable too. alone. You are not yeah. at all. You just don't have. I, friends. I just think. I think if you hang with any group, too much, in any world, it's probably not a good thing. That's I, my opinion. I, I it depends on. How, I mean, if you're pushing each other, because like you hear those, yeah, there are groups of people that yeah. are like everybody's sort of working for stuff, and then you build off that, then that can be really fruitful. Uh, but if you, it, all it, you it, do is it, hang out it, and drink and talk shit, then no. That's if you were on like the Detroit Pistons and you only ever hung out with other Detroit Pistons, I think it would be a very weird existence, right? Like, it's you know, hmm. wait, know, though, what? But then, but then, hang on, the, but Max, the, what era of Piston? Oh, Bad Boys. Piston. The fuck are we talking not about? Not now. Yo, okay, good, 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 we're talking 90s pistons where they have uh, the 90s pistons is where they had the almost harlem globetrotter uniforms like it was the similar color scheme uh is that the year that they no, did like, that? red white and blue no you're thinking they have a, hill years with a teal i am thinking fucking grand. mustang horse oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah Oh, what what year Brutal. was that? Oh, Brutal. Fucking... that's got to be late. Got to be like ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that period yeah, where yeah. all all the fucking all the logos they were all designed by one guy, and they were, were they all really? just what the first one was the Raptors, where they started to go uh, like cartoonish and big and weird. Oh, that was the first one was the Raptors. That Raptor that shit looked like a fucking TJ Maxx shirt. Hard to disagree. No. That Raptors logo is disgustingly good. Are you against Wait. the Charlotte Hornets logo of the mid '90s, my friend? Uh, sidebar: uh, I am for the Larry Johnson commercials during that era. 
Well, wait, let me, I have to Google it now. I have to see what, yeah. what, what I Raptors mean, are you the, talking about? The original Raptors. The original, original, Raptors, the original Toronto Raptors. Raptors original jersey. Okay, I'm looking. I better not fucking plunk this thing again. Let's see. Toronto Raptors. Oh, no, that's a piece of dog shit. That is I absolutely garbage. disagree. That no, is look at it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, first Damn. of all, is not even the original logo. The original logo. You like quote shirts, don't you? You love quote sir, shirts. Sir, this, this was said that's by a city. Someone. That's a, well, I almost said a city. Is Ottawa a province? No, it's a city. It's a city. No, it's a city. It's a city. Yeah. It's a city. Hey, I yeah. Hey, listen, at least You're... I asked the question, corrected sir, myself. I could just deny your sir, existence whatsoever. Sir, you are like, from Michigan. You were literally. I'm born, born in Ottawa County, so fuck off. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I'm saying. You were literally Michigan. right below Ontario, which is the province that Ottawa is. Okay, trivia. Trivia. What is the only city in which the border of Canada and the United States, Canada is on the south? Uh, Michigan, uh, Michigan-Canadian border. Because of that weird part of Michigan that goes up to There's the more than day. one. There's oh, more than one. We're it? asking for a city, Canadian, not Oshawa? a state. Something like that? It's in Ontario. Um, it's in Thunder Ottawa? Bay. Thunder, Thunder Bay? Oshawa. No, no there's no. an Oshawa as well as an Ottawa. Not on the no, Michigan yeah. border. Keep Gosh, going, Canadians. Yeah. Detroit. Oh, yeah. Detroit. Uh, Detroit, Detroit is more north. Is oh, more Windsor. north than Windsor. Windsor's yeah, you drive south down the Ambassador Bridge or the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> one to one now, bitches. There That's pretty go. great. I mean, I'll I'll give that to you because I have looked at Detroit from the Windsor side and seen what I hoped were a lot of lights being turned on quickly and then turned off again on the street. I went to a, a, a Y2K New Year's Eve in Windsor. I oh, was yeah. I was 17 or 16, and the drinking age is 19 there. It didn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, my friend I found out that night had uh, brought ecstasy um, in his like Nine? visor when we drove across the border, and uh, only enough for him, mind you. And uh, we both go to jail, but only he gets drugs. That's great. Yeah, totally. What yeah, a high off his fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking asshole. Still also, talk to him, but I here's the thing: I don't know anyone who has smuggled drugs over a border. I know so many people that have a friend who have smuggled drugs over a border. Like I, I've I don't had, have, I don't have the constitution to do it. I, I don't. No. I, I'm too. I, I have no. You know what I have? Also, I have you can the buy drugs. Yeah, this is the thing that I've never been able to drugs. figure out. Yeah, we're people, so, people. We can fucking find drugs. <laughs> also, we're all going somewhere to do stand-up comedy. I've never understood yeah. Yeah. when comedians are like. Where am I going to find weed? And I'm going to be like, Dude, you're going to walk, walk into the kitchen of the comedy club you're working at and going, which one of you sells weed to the comedians? Yeah. I can't yeah. do Coke jokes in Florida anymore because Why? like, I can't get out the fucking door without uh, just yeah. accidental lines being around everywhere. And the yeah. same fucking thing happened in Denmark. We were in fucking Copenhagen and I just oh, made yeah. a mild joke about it. We went in the, like, I went in the green room back and I'm like, there's like two lines. I'm like, it's fucking like 3 p.m. and some like college gig. And I was like, dude, this is the joke's hack anyways. Like it's fucking not even worth it. No diss on people that do coke or whatever, though. It's just weird. First did off, you don't do know where it came from. Did you do? I mean, and also, yeah. and it's also the person that gave it to you never fills you with confidence. No, it's fucking yeah. weird. Especially like I've been told well, you know, I've never done that. Oh, drug. one of my friends is a, a like, uh, he's a realtor and he talks about um, if you want to find drugs in, in people's houses. You look under the um, cleaning products. This is going to sound misogynistic, but typically housewives in middle America where he works, they stash their, they put their stashes underneath like a air freshener bottle on a toilet. 
right? Like, huh. like in that area, like the little dish underneath, like the yeah, depression yeah. here, and like that. And I was fucking joking once. This is like years later. I t- telling this to some friends, just like I'm telling you these guys right now. And we were at my friend's house with his wife. And I was like, yeah, I probably got Adderall right under here. And I, oh, I picked the thing up and there was two lines. And I just put it down. And I was like, no fucking way. Because they know the husband's not going to use that shit. Like no one ever picks it up. Like oh, things you learn from realtors. And then that's we had one so as a funny. president. Yay. <laughs> that was a good time. What, oh my what are you guys God. doing? He is a what? realtor. Yeah. Yeah. He's the original realtor. It's the real tour. Are you in LA right now, John? Certainly am. Well, right now I'm in the uh, ever-expanding existence that is the universe. But uh, after <laughs> this, I'll, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you? you. Um, if anything, that you... means I definitely am in LA. <laughs> my thing, my thing, cut out. Yeah, that's a very LA answer for the record. Um, <laughs> I'm like oh, working yeah. on projects in the universe right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about what's cool about London comedy and that they don't give a fuck about credits? That's what I really like oh, about God. that place. Yeah, I completely agree. Also, and I've said this to so many people, and it breaks so many hearts. Which is what are your credits? And then I respond with, "Do you think it's gonna make them laugh harder?" Mm. And it is. It. I got into a full argument with my friend Graham about this because he was like, "It's important. It makes it seem special." And I said, "They don't know any of the things you just said." And he was also, like, "So if every comic does it, it doesn't make it seem yeah. special." And and what it's I said to him was, "I said, that. I'll bring you next time I'm hosting for you. I'm gonna bring you up with made up credits, and they mm. will not yeah. know." And he was like, "They will know. They care. They're at a comedy show." And I went. No, they will not. My personal favorite was a guy named Derek Segay and bombed for an hour because he was super drunk. Yeah. And he yelled at me because he said, you told them I've been to Just for the Last four times? It's six times! And I was just like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, we, uh, there's a comic that I, I hosted for at my home club in Michigan before I moved here. And um, right before I went on stage for the first night, you know, like five shows on a weekend, I was on a Thursday night. I'll never forget this because he came up to me and he goes, uh, hey man, I just found out that like Fox or some big network, whatever. No, no, it was a movie thing. Universal, Sony, uh, Sony. Um, they just like bought the rights to this movie I wrote, and like, I'm gonna be like, I'm. They're flying me to LA this weekend. Like, I'm gonna be a fucking millionaire next year. He's like a really nice guy, and he's like, would you mind just telling the crowd that to get them hyped? And I'm a new comic. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Like again, I want to be like. I think that's awesome. I would yeah. love to share that story. Go on stage, right? Fucking people go nuts. He's literally like fucking standing ovation before he even gets off. And I'm mm. not watching his acts. I'm a new comic. And I'm just kind of caught in this whole experience. This is great. Fucking like forget about it. You know, maybe six months later, I'm. we did uh, me and Guido, the comic I mentioned, another friend AJ Comics. We went around doing open mics in the Midwest mm. called the Open Micro Tour. And I'm at this comedy club and this guy's driving us back to our uh, hotel. And he's like, you ever know this headliner? He's like, did he uh, tell the story about Sony? I'm like, what? I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's been doing that for about 10 years. I was like, motherfucker. Yes! Jesus. Motherfucker. Like, like, yeah. I mean, this, I mean, just like you said too, John, I had a guy that on Bob and Tom and all these other fucking radio shows and, Oh my God! Chris doesn't know what Bob and Tom is. Max is cut out again. I know of Bob and Tom. I know. Can Bob we talk Tom. about Bob and Tom? Can we talk about Bob and Max, Tom? Max, froze know, again, so we're taking you off. But we'll bring. I know some stuff back. about Bob and Tom that is insider radio stuff from when I worked in radio. Okay, so I only know them as like, you know, a a a, a force within stand up radio. They bring a ton so, of comics on. They a lot of people. That's where they get some of their fans from. It's long running. They are uh, based in Indianapolis. We're talking about Bob and Tom. 
And okay. in the 90s, and more importantly, the 2000s, when comedy was kind of at a very big nadir, they mm. sold a fuckload of tickets. So yeah. what, what is weird about the U.S. is the Midwest has celebrities that you have no idea about, particularly stand-up comedians that, like, they are real big in, like, Chicago, Detroit, Indianapolis, Cincy. Well, but you've and met, like, like, not even in the city, like, in the yeah, VFW yeah, yeah. near there. Like, okay. yeah, like exactly. they, yeah, that's the guys that, like, first took me on the road, not to cut you off, John, but yeah. when I moved to New York, they're like, what are you, fucking stupid? Don't you want to make a living at this? I was like, yeah. And they're like, why would you go anywhere with that many comics? Like yeah, we're fucking exactly. bowling alleys. We make up five hundred dollars, you know, whatever a weekend. Like it's it's the perfect job, you know. And you're like, whoa, it's a different existence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just yeah, it's wild. Uh, and, and, yeah. They, and they do the same act. They think they're Jay Leno, so they're like, literally like twenty years of the same fucking take. Please take my wife jokes and like, yeah, yeah. it's fucking it's a different existence. Bob and Tom is completely facilitate all of that. Like, yeah, so I don't even know how many times I've had to read out on a card or memorize when I hosted like, and this next comic's been on Bob and Tom. You know, <laughs> and yuck, and yuck, like, chuck, fuck. Oh my god! Da, da, and, da. and Bob and Tom do not like each other, which is the best. Oh, really? <laughs> Bob and Tom apparently have not spoken in thirty years. Here's how crazy their relationship is. One of them retired and insisted his name stay on the show. Wow. I think Bob is no longer on the show, but it was like, you have, you have to keep my name on your show. Wow. And that is so fucking wild. Oh, my Damn. God. Yeah, That's yeah. gnarly. It's almost but as yeah, good as just... Kevin and Bean, who are an L.A. morning duo. Yeah. And uh, Bean... And Kevin didn't talk for 20 years. And 15 of those years, Bean was not in the studio. He was in Seattle, and they just pretended he was there. Because he couldn't, doesn't that, they, couldn't wow, look at each that, other. It's so nuts. Does, doesn't that just show you, like, the obsolescence of, like, terrestrial radio and that, like, that, that fucking thing can still go on? Like, how insane that is? And they act like this new generation has no idea what they're talking about. Like, what you just described oh to me God. is fucking nuts. Max, you don't understand. I worked in it. I worked for a morning radio show. Like I worked, I was working in sports radio when I was sixteen, going and betting the Dandy Man's. Um, Chris, what is that like? You fill it up with a pencil. That sheet in Canada, Scantron, that's the sports betting Scantron. You would get oh yeah, where you fill in the bubbles and you they scan it like a high school test. Okay, yeah, pro pro line. You remember those? No, I never did it. Okay, a stack of sports gambling sheets like this. <laughs> I had my to fa- take my father wasn't an alcoholic, so I never did that. I had to um, take them because of this guy named the da- Dan- Don something, the Dandy Man. He was fired because he said Ty. I'll never forget. This is the greatest getting fired for something. Uh, Ty Domi is playing the Ottawa Senators tonight. His wife's probably got to be happy that he's not in Toronto. Because Ty Domi beats his wife. <laughs> and then I wasn't there for this. I was later told this. And then apparently the program director came in and was like, hey, you have to immediately apologize. It is super illegal to accuse someone of beating their wife. They will sue us and you will lose. And he was like, cool, cool, cool. I've just been told that Ty Domi, who beats his wife, is going to get a lawyer to stop me from telling you about all the times. He's beaten his wife, and then he was immediately fired. Anyway, wow, radio yeah. is great. wild because what it is is it's people with no skill, but so much ambition. It's mm. like radioactive oh. 
like, I will win. Wow. What are you good at? Can we, I can I, talk. That's my fucking job. I want to do my bucket list. I was thinking like all the things I wanted to do uh, when I wasn't touring or working as a comic last year. And like a lot of stuff is revolved around the mountains. But have you ever seen a show, um, uh, Northern Exposure? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I want to be a fucking dude. Let's do an AM. I want to do like I'm gonna do one shift this year on someone's AM or uh, not AM talk radio. Yeah. I want to do it, but we should all oh do God. a fucking a morning radio show. They're really fun. I I used to do one for the McGill um, University radio station. I fucking I've never it. done I one before. I want to go radio. in. I want. Chris, I uh, like. I just, I just would like to point out. Uh, what do you think we're doing? No, right now. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about you have to go in at 3 a.m. to this saddest no. fucking like <laughs> no. no. It, it's really fun one day when that's what it's, I'm saying. Do it one no, day. It's a nightmare. You don't you don't know exhaust. You don't I, know. No, I want I want to hear that like you know the sound headphones make when they've been sitting for a long and they like yes. crack. You put it on and the mic's cold. You push it over. You're like, oh, good morning, fucking West Texas. That's some bullshit. See how much I suck at it? Uh, I remember uh, it was in Montreal. I was walking to work at uh, 4 o'clock in the morning to go. And the reason why I would walk in the winter is to wake myself up. I would walk outside in freezing cold Montreal winter and just full. This is how tired I was fully take my coat off just to be awake just be like ah this sucks i'm so cold for 40 minutes and then i would just get to work because i didn't stop being a comedian so i sometimes had to be at work at 1 a.m so what you do is you take all the papers and news you print them all out you write i would have to write a joke on on a post-it for all of them i would then have to have like sketches bits stuff like that a couple of things about radio that is totally true all of the calls you're hearing are definitely organic and are not other people in the station. Yeah. It's not, yeah, like it's totally happening. You probably know so many people who call into radio stations all the no, time. That's so cool. Yeah. And so you have to, you're making like, it sound dreamy as hell, John. I want to so do it. Fucking wild. The job they have is being one of the hosts because they showed up two that's minutes before the mics, mics yeah. were on and just got angry at everybody. I, the amount of times I was yelled at in that job because, like, why did you do this? And I'd be like, it's the job you told me to do to get you all the newspapers so you could have a bunch of stuff. He's like, "Yeah, it's good, but uh, goes on the left side of the microphone, not the right side." And he's like, "A thousand apologies, Emperor Nero." I also got how to see- uh, how oh. unemployable has comedy made you too? Oh, completely. I've been oh, trying wildly. to find a job because comedy's I, fucking gone here. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, uh, I got turned down for a bar job last week. I've I mean, never this, been turned down for a bar I mean, we, job. That's can we how talk far about deep that? I am. Can we talk about this right now? What was their reasoning behind that? Because you are a you have like you are a very I'm good awesome. bartender. Yeah, yeah. like you, yeah, have, you bring me all places and all the shit. Yeah. They didn't give me I a reason. On horse I just, farms with you. I just got an email just being like, uh, no, we decided to uh, to go with someone else. And I'm like, you made a mistake, but all right, whatever. No, So I will say this, though, that there is a liability to hire in a comic, particularly one like you that has a history, Chris, of, mm. or an established or John or me. Like if there's a Google presence, oh, my God, he just disappeared. Yeah, in the John universe. is gone. <laughs> he just got, he just took your job as a bartender. No idea. Oh look no idea. how look how fucking unspectacular it looks behind. Yeah, I know. Right? Such a fucking letdown. Isn't it such a fucking letdown? It's such a metaphor for everything. <laughs> that's like, stand up. That's what we had. That's the difference no, between on and right off stage, there, baby. That's yeah. gone. Um, but they uh, 
Um, I, uh, I, this company that I've been, um, like apprenticing with is a mountain guy. They just, uh, they're my friends. Like I know them, but they're really good at what they do. And I've been working as assistant instructor, just, I'm like when I'm up there and I just got an email this morning and it's, wow, I just want, I won't read the email, but I want to read what the title was. And I honestly gagged. I, uh, uh, wait, what was it? <laughs> Professional right. development plan. Nope. And I was like, fuck you. And I was like, what the fuck? And I literally, like, the girl that I'm seeing, I, I, I actually text her with a screenshot, and I was like, yeah, I had to fully check myself. Like, I had to take like a fucking woo, like, get up and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, it was a uh, fucking. Um, I mean, and again, that's that's me. That's my own fuck fucking weirdness. But uh, yeah, I'm totally unemployable. Thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Completely. So, I like, the idea when people oh, are like, oh, not ball. not only do we want to employ you, but uh, we'd like to keep you in here and and progress with you. Is like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Not... Like uh, during, I well, actually, when I was on this last time, and John, you were gone. Um, I uh, I tried to get a job when I was uh, during COVID. I did uh, like what all real New Yorkers did. I went to Michigan for a month, um, and I tried. I was like watching. And I was like, damn, I need to do something. And there is these um, ads on television, and it was basically making Walmart workers workers look like fucking troops in two. Oh no! Cut out again! Oh no, Max! Like I'm not doing shit. Like I'm, I was still on a night. What? Oh no! Did it break up? It cut out again, buddy. Yeah, you, yeah, you're talking. No, I'm with you now. Oh, you're good. You're good. All right. Okay. So Walmart okay, workers. All right. Walmart workers. Okay, Walmart workers. So basically, they were they were making these commercials like. It was like Budweiser commercials in 2003 with soldiers. People just clapping when they walked through the fucking hallway. It was like, make a yeah. difference being a central oh worker. Oh, my and I'm like, God. I remember those. Oh, yeah. I know. Keep going. This yeah. And I was awesome. like, dude, I'm up. I'm literally in Michigan. I'm fucking riding a bike every day. And I'm running. I'm riding. Well, like fucking, yeah, whatever. Not riding. Mm. And uh, riding just garbage. And I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking I'm gonna see a job at Walmart. Like, fuck yeah. And I, I, like, I applied online. And then, like, you know, a week later, I kind of forgot about it. And they, they, I got a call at, like, 7 a.m. Like, I'm not fucking up then at that time. And uh, fucking, it was a Walmart. And it was, like, some number in um, uh, Bentonville, Arkansas. And I was like, oh, it's Walmart. Sick. I gave my interview. I yeah. called the number back. And the guy's like, yeah, I called at 7 a.m. like, yeah, I was sleeping. And he's like, we don't hire uh, people that sleep in. You're not Walmart material. And I was like, this motherfucker. Like, wow. I full on not Walmart material. Um, and then I was like, well, fuck that. I'll go to the rivals in Michigan. Right. And I did that. And I went to Amazon and I didn't get hired. One guy told me because he Googled me and I'm a journalist. Cause I've done some shit with like vice here. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't hire journalists. I'm like, I'm not, I never go to school for that. Like I'm a, I just, I write about skateboarding. Like what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? And, uh, yeah. So either way, that's I'm, not only am I unemployable, I'm like, they will not hire me. I'm totally useless. That's pretty funny that they they are screening for journalists. That's how good Amazon is. They're like, yeah, we better yeah, not yeah. accidentally hire someone who might talk about what it's like to work. You damn well know I was dude, I was gonna get glasses with oh, a camera in for sure. Like <laughs> and like when the people drop dead in the warehouses, I would get that footage for sure. I was like, have um, you seen the movie Nightprowler or what's it called? No. Night soccer. Nightcrawler. 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 Yes, yeah, when he drags oh, him fuck. into the good light, I would do that. Like at Amazon for sure. If a guy dropped yeah. dead, I would before he. Before I revived him, I would drag him into the good light and get that shot. Oh my god! And make that a fucking up a that... soft box right next to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like one of these ones right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember watching that movie, and I I don't remember what when it came out, but I know I was dirty texting, and that movie takes a real creepy turn, and I had to like yeah. hard shut down the dirty texting because I was like, I'm very uncomfortable now. Wait, this movie wait, I thought wait, was you like, got hard. 
Of course. I was turgid <laughs> and everything <laughs> while watching it. And I was just like, no, like this movie is really good, but very, I am not, I am not being erect while appreciating Jake Gyllenhaal's creepiness. Have you guys ever had like mistiming <laughs> situational? Get a dirty text. Yeah, I get, like, I always get really hard during Patch Adams. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like I'm <laughs> I had it where I brought um, I brought this this lady back to my place and um, uh, she was like older than me. I was like Thank nineteen. You. She was like twenty seven. And um, uh, Max, you may not know this about Chris, but uh, in his uh, in his youth, he was a real cougar killer. Yeah. No. Do you know that there's a lot of my closest friends are married now, and I'm and as much as I would like to have been around during the single phase, I'm glad we weren't because him and I would not be alive still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would be dead of AIDS a long yes. time ago. Yes. Um, no, but each other, other is the weird part. They just yeah. get into a game of truth or dare. They just got out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not losing that chicken. No way. Keep going. So Sorry. This woman, this woman comes over, and it's when it's still like it's still like DVDs, right? So we went over to we went over to the video store, rented a DVD. I was like, "What do you want to watch?" He goes, uh, uh, "I heard one hour photos good." Nope. And I was like, "All right, whatever." I didn't know anything about it. I was like, "Yeah, sure." Robin Williams, bit of a thriller, sounds cool. And then there's that <laughs> there's thriller. that fucking scene where he's in the motel room with the wife, and he's forcing them to pose in different sexual positions yeah. so yeah. that he can take the pictures to incriminate them. And it was like, well, nobody's fucking a night. That's that's for sure. Yeah. That's Let me put on, on this romantic movie Schindler's List. Yeah. To get the, the mood uh, right. It's the phrase in um, in uh, in one hour photo that I'll that'll stick with me forever, which is he's holding a knife and he brandishes it and he goes, put his thing in your mouth, and you're just yeah. like, oh, you just invented and ruined the blowjob, Robin. <laughs> Robin, no, I've saw that movie Yo. by the way. I saw that movie when I was 17 mm. once, yeah. and it is it is really fucking disturbing. Dude, Robin, fucking, what a, what, talk about like the funniest of all the joke stealers. That guy's a legend. Yeah. yeah. Of all the joke stealers, he, he is the one who I'm just going to look the other way on because I really. Well, like how him. funny was it during that Marin interview when they asked him about it? And he was like, you know, like, because he would pay, pay for jokes. And it was interesting yeah. hearing. Someone that admitted he's guilty for it, and you would pay for the joke afterwards, but then he'd be mm. like, I thought I paid for that joke last week. <laughs> like, yeah. It's funny yeah. to hear the other side of it. Like, when it's like, because uh, that's the, the, that's one of the things that why I let it slide completely with his reputation is the sort of like, hey, always was like, oh, sorry. Like, yeah, he seemed very always. much like yeah. he just got caught up in something. He'd be like, oh my God, yeah. I'm so sorry. Here's some money for it. But then that he was like, <laughs> I guarantee. People. It was like the COVID fucking loans. He's like, I guarantee people took advantage of it. It was oh they found God. out there was free money coming from a rich you know, guy. Do you know how many comics I know that own Jeeps now in New York? <laughs> oh my God. Jeeps, now, I couldn't believe that when I, because also, by the way, this is another LA scene versus New York scene. LA comedians are so much used to like taking every little bit of money and like, like a native tribe, like just like we use every part of the use, buffalo, use every penny of the dollar. What for exactly? Headshots? You're crazy. That's right. You're not resourceful out there. Oh, they fucking are. Oh, buddy, you have no idea because you like ask me like, how long have you been a comedian? Fifteen years. I make eleven thousand dollars a year, and you're like, mm. I, I know ten year olds who make more than that. Anyway, yeah, and but New York comedy is so. Right I went. I went in like I was in New York in September. We Max and I tried to see each other, and as usual, it did not work out. Mostly no, because you fucking you went Hastings on me and fucking Jamali was here. There you go. When yeah. was that? Dude, I, had no John, I had no... John took four more no, shows. I, I fucking had no for idea. Jamali. Jamali we were was... hanging out, you know, and I set up a night that we were all gonna hang out, and you fucking were like, uh, wait, you know what? There's this thing called a cell phone where I could fucking look at this. 
and see what the texts were. But Where you're like, this? I want to look at this. I don't remember this. I remember you, me, and Daniel were going to meet up that night. You guys were going to go to someone's HBO special like rap party, and I was like, I no, 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 that was Daniel. Yeah. I don't go to that shit. No, no, I only go to civilian places. Uh, wait. Oh, I just put John Hastings in my text, and it comes with text. <laughs> it comes up with text because you you were gigging a lot when you were here. You're doing a bunch of shows. Yes, I don't. Even... And I think I still cared about like you know health. Um, <laughs> and I was. Oh yeah, no, I was. That was that was that was that was before Omicron, where I was just like, "Is it outside?" And they're like, "No." And I was like, no, "Is the this... building it's contained was... within outside?" This like, was oh, yeah, before yeah. the vaccine, player. <laughs> that is not, no, it's not. I was. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Calm down. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it was. It totally was. Um, wait, I'm looking scared. at. I'm, I'm trying to look right now because this is funny. Because, anyways, you didn't. You didn't link up. Um, we did not link up. I thought I was going to see you that night with Daniel at that party. That's when I thought you were there. No, you go. What time tomorrow or Friday? Uh, <laughs> Here we go. I know. I. I, think I, I'm, I I think I'm going to keep my night off vibes, but give me your number. <laughs> it did. And then August 25th, what time is the hour running? <laughs> yeah, because you were, uh, someone text. was running an hour, right? Daniel, it was That's Daniel. Daniel, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want it to come. But it, it does. It happens quicker. And it's like, you know, I don't, I don't, it's uh, the, the cool thing about you guys is I don't, it's, that's what's so fun about being comics and knowing you guys through comedy. It's like, you don't have to have long catch ups. I feel like I'm never away from you guys, even though. Yeah. It's also it's a, with a ghost of, yeah. That? It's it's a pirate job. You know what I mean? It's just sort of like I always yeah, think it's totally. like yeah, getting where you fit in for sure. Exactly. Like here in the yeah. If and when Chris will see this too when he comes and stays with me in New York, like it's not a it's it's it is not at all a, a chaperone thing. Like you have to mm -hmm. go and suss it out. Like you know mm -hmm. you have to figure it out. Like I remember when uh, Evelyn was here uh, when we were around on Christmas, she stayed here and um, she's like, I want to go to a party, and I was like like a real one or you want to go to a comics party don't you come to comics I'm like god damn it so like mm -hmm. we finally went and like to the you know comics new year and then we went to the bar that i'll take you guys all to and she's like this is all i'm not saying one's better than the other but it's you, you kind of got to run light fast and light here it's just way easier that way um yeah um, yeah it's just uh it's, it's also, different it, it's also and also she did improv while she was here can you imagine that is that bad? I don't know what Wait, that means. Wait, what? There's yeah, an improv in New York? book in my house. Yeah, she fucking, she, no, she, she did like, she did improv classes. Oh, like, she did like, like, oh, like improv classes? The improv. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then she, yeah. Did, was she like, did UCB, which fucking UCB's gone out, so I talk shit, but like, I was like a, a featured performer that I'd never done a class in my life. I was just stand up there. Uh -huh. And I walk and I see a UCB book and just this most like guttural, like, no! <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Is UCB done? Is done, 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 done? Because are they still? No, I think they're good out there, but they're done here. Yeah, the New York one's shut. Yeah, I mean, fucking yeah, crazy, man. Like that. We ran the mic for them here, and dude, it was like the best shit. It was so insane. cool. And then yeah. they, everybody got fired via fucking Instagram text. Or a, Jesus. And that's, and, yeah, that, did got that the happen same because that, was that? Did that happen because of that one fucking serial creep? No, no, no. That dude. That dude supposedly is like. One so there was a defense fund set up for the the person that accused him or whatever though, and that guy secretly came back and sued and won a bunch of money. Wow. I don't know if that's true, and I'm not gonna say his name, but that, that's just what I had heard. So yeah, the guy who's known as that a was creep like, sued the person that accused him. 
and one. Yes, and one. And I think he might have got. Oh well, yeah, I don't want to go into speculation here because they're fucking. Yeah, there, I, that case is. So everybody's funny. really bored and really litigious here. So like, yeah. But yeah. either way, like that guy's like, you can't say you beat your wife on air. Sue and Liz, like. <laughs> but it was weird. I know. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, but either way, like it's just different. So. John's right. Yeah. When you're here, you just fucking, it is a pirate shop. I've never heard of it said that way before, but a hundred percent. Yeah. And it's also You'll the see. thing of if you're New York's the only place where it's literally real time promotion. If they're mm. literally like, you'll do a show at seven and they'll be like, Hey, you're funny. You want to do a show at nine tonight? Oh, you're like, dude, you'll get the, when you get the wave, the wave is yeah. amazing. Oh my like, God. The first time I got it. Yeah. You're like, <gasps> what's like, that? Is that know, the like, you you do a like well from when I started here is you do a six p.m. mic and someone's like hey you want to come to the show oh you want to do a spot oh that spot was good here's another one boom and next yeah. thing you know it's like one thirty in the morning and you haven't even had time to save your voice files on your phone with what yeah. club or show you were at and yeah. then at two a.m. you're just like I've done more comedy in <laughs> like in you know like fuck there's you can do five or six shows sometimes and you're doing five to 15 minute spots or longer. And you're like, I just did an hour of comedy. And like, yeah. I'm not saying it's all good, but yeah, I'm John, you'll catch that. that wave. I can do I two a week in. here at best. I was, best. Uh, two a week. I was supposed to meet someone and they were late and I didn't realize I was stood in front of a comedy venue where someone knew me and they literally <laughs> went, John. And I went, yeah. And he's like, you want to do 10? And I was like, yeah. And then I just walked into yeah. 10. <laughs> yeah, walked out, and my I, friend was like, why were you in that bar? And I was like, I did 10 minutes. And he was like, what? Yeah. yeah one of the many <laughs> times. I couldn't go like when I was like like actively dating. I could not go on certain streets in New York because I used to mm. just like want to see comics and say what up and like you know oh. it just got too weird where it'd be like hey do you want to go do ten and then it'd be like you know like oh fuck yeah we want to do five rat you go in yeah. there though they're like hey you just got bumped by like um it's somewhere random like uh fucking what's that TJ guy's name that kind of got canceled what's his TJ name TJ Miller yeah it'd be like yeah. he's on there but he's doing an hour and then I'm with like yeah. a date <laughs> and, like yeah, some bar. Also- at the Grizzly Pear. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The Grizzly Pear is like a weird, dingy bar that kind of does comedy because it's next to the comedy cellar. Yeah, man. And fucking now they're a club. They call themselves a club. When I first started here, my very first show in, in New York City, like I moved here on January 1st in my very first show. I did a mic there and I got on that night a show I got invited to. There was like three or four people in the crowd. It's pitch black, obviously. It's a stage, proper stage, pretty good. And on the floor i'm on bombing there's four people in the crowd and this cockroach runs from left to right i'll never forget it and you can hear it going on the road and this lady just takes her foot crunches it picks her foot up and then the cockroach runs away again and i was like i am in new york (laughs) like that is fucking you have one of my favorite showing up in new york stories that i've heard because it's like a movie where and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it the way that I remember it and then you yeah. you yeah. you confirm or deny. But the way that I remember is you you showed up in New York, you just got in there from Michigan, and you didn't even have anywhere to stay. You just had your yeah. shit and you were like, I should probably find a home. I'll probably just go to the comedy cellar first though, just to see it. This and is... then as as you get there, you're about you're gonna be like, uh, this is I made a mistake. This is stupid. And then two cars pull up and Chris Rock and Jerry Seinfeld climb out, and you're like, Nope, nailed it, and walk downstairs. Is that true, or have so, I made all that up? No. So it's so first off, the apartment I'm sitting in now, which is my apartment, is my friend's mm-hmm. apartment I went to college with him and his wife. Right? They moved mm-hmm. upstate, and I took over their lease. Like, so I have my mm-hmm. own place. So I stayed on their floor. I did have a place to stay, but I only came for one month. And comics that I opened for where I'm from were like, "Hey, if you want to take a run at this, like New York comics that would come to my club, 
it was a big club. We're like, if you want to try this, you should come for a month and try it out. And then I came for the month. So that first night I got here on January 1st, I did have a bag, but I had not gone to the house yet where I'm at. Yeah. That's crazy what I'm seeing now. And I was like, damn, this is kind of crazy. And Rock and uh, Jerry Seinfeld did get out. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, oh, this is really amazing. Yeah, it was uh, partially true. Yeah, but I, I did have a place. I was, but okay. I slept on my friend's floor for eight months when I moved here, like on this floor. Like, damn. Yeah, man. And I was supposed to stay for one month and then two months. And then at the time, I owned a skateboard shop and I was supposed to move home because we were seasonal. So in the summer and spring, we'd open back up. And I had a conversation with like one of my like one of the most most respected comics that I know and that, that I've always known that I've always looked up to. And he's like, "Do you want to take a run at this? Like, you you might have a chance if you if you're serious about it." And I just remember like just being like, "Dude, what? You know, I talked to my friends here, which if it wasn't for them, I would not be here right now. That let me crash at their place." Um, yeah, I mean, the rest is I don't know if it's history. It was not like I'm I'm shit at all, but like definitely different than what it was when I moved here. For yeah, that's pretty that's pretty it, pretty close though, Chris. Nice. Yeah, it was 18, uh, uh, 18 minutes left. Uh, Max, I just want to make sure you have enough time. No, I'm good, man. That that show, okay, yeah, I was. Uh, I thought I had to be there by 6:45. I don't have to be there till like 8:30, so I'm good. So yum 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 yum. yum. You guys want to do your own thing? Kick me out. No, 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 no. I want to ask you. You were someone. I don't think someone else told me. Like some New York yeah. guy where I mentioned, oh, I know Max White. And they're like, did you know that he was like a, were you a pro skater or is that comics? No, I just, I've always been in skateboarding. Like I was mm. decent and I owned a shop, but then it's like sponsor when I was younger. Um, short answer to like a lay person. It's just easier to say that you're like, oh, my job was skateboarding for a long time, um, but not pro. No. And I'm still involved with it. Still, I still write for skateboarding stuff and looking at skateboards right now. They're hanging on my wall because I'm fucking suspended yeah. adolescence. But yeah, that's, um. But I'm not a skateboard comedian. I'm I'm currently riding a longboard in abandoned parking lots in LA two to three times a week to try and overcome PTSD. So, oh no, is it working for my for my bike? It is because I can't go. I can't go. Basically, if I'm basically the wind rushing through my hair used to uh, signal adventure, and now it signals a sense of foreboding. So it's I have to like because I got you. I I don't know if you know, but I got into like a. I'm not going to tell the story because they've heard it a million times, but a cataclysmic bike accident last year. Yeah, like I destroyed my shoulder, destroyed my elbow. Anyway, the big longing lasting effect isn't physical, it's mental. And it's, I've been trying to just, I can't get on a bike. I almost, um, I've been trying to. And then I, like, I walked towards a city bike to take it out. And I was like, nope, not going to do that. Wow. The one time I have been on a bicycle is when uh, a mutual friend, Graham K, said, let's go for a little bike ride through the city. Like through the park, and then he ended up uh, realizing um, we needed to get across town, and I needed to go to Gotham Comedy Club. Mm. So we ended up bike riding through Manhattan at rush hour. Wow, uh, that, that, that alone is PTSD. What the fuck was he? What thinking? was also really annoying is at a certain point I had to go. Graham, you don't know how to bike in a city. I do. You have to follow me. And he was yeah. like, oh, "What?" And, he was, and I was like, "Just, just like there's." And he was like, "What?" And I was like. I know how to do this. And yeah. I literally was like, okay, we're going to do this. And I was like, you, you act like you're a car that has the ability to die and just mm-hmm. go. And it was just, yeah, it was nuts. And that's the only time. And I was totally fine. And then two days later, um, I couldn't stop thinking about how I lost my keys and I had my keys. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my brain is still processing that. So what I yeah. talked to my therapist and he's like, you need to like ease back in. So that's what I do. And I have to say nice. this. Um, I find the skateboard culture so nice because when you show up and you're me and you have a big longboard and you're literally just in a circle 
any of the dudes that are like Max or me who are just a- arrested adolescence guys all come over and are like, what's going on? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, this, this, this. And then they all just want me to ride their skateboards to see if it makes me feel better, which I find very adorable. That's nice. awesome, man. Yeah, that's but great. I was I was going to lead off with making fun of you for riding a longboard, but um, that's way behind on shore now. So, no, that's I great. Had, it's I had, the reason why is because it's like I also have dyspraxia and I didn't think I was going to be able to ride a short one, so I just got a long yeah. one because it's easier to ride. I can tell by the the like your soul when you start that story. Like, don't go like I don't ask kids anymore why they wear helmets when they skate because last time I did this, kid was like, oh, I had a traumatic brain injury and the only way I can ride is that mm. my parents are like, you'll die if you take another hit. I'm like, I'm never going to ask that question again. So that's good though. That's nice. The, but the um, one thing I will say is skate culture now, to my point, is so it's like where all the nice jocks are do you know what i mean like it's yeah, well it's it's become probably the Italy, which ones. is a whole other a whole other it's, conversation it's, it's become it's what like i didn't hear what you said sorry the, the new little league i mean it's something oh like, has it's something it. oh god yeah it's something like i forget it's like ninety thousand baseball mitts are sold in america a year which is the old one and now it's something like nine million boards or something crazy or whatever i mean i used to own a skate shop i don't even know the number it's fucking, I mean, it's, it's insane. It, now it's an Olympic sport, but, uh, you know, it's, um, how do you feel about it being an Olympic sport? I found it such an interesting reaction. I think it's fucking awful. I think it's, uh, I think I'm happy for my friends that are here. They're professional skateboarders and can make a living at it. Um, going that, I think it's like taking art and just making a sport out of it. And not even because it's a sport, it's just a matter of the IOC in general. And I went to college Olympic boxing facility, like a uh, Olympic training program. I know the ins and outs of this entire program. They're based on making money. It has nothing to do with sports. Nothing to do with no. now the IOC. It's like, it's like cor- it's corporate oh greed masked by nationalism, which is super weird because they're both yeah. bad. And I mean, what I just found the one interesting thing about it of skateboarding being in the Olympics, and it's part of the reason why I don't like it, is my grandmother is like skateboarding's pretty cool, and in my head I'm like, mm. Nana, I love you. I think you're cool you should not think skateboarding is cool like that i'm like i or i'm too old yeah. i'm in in my life yeah it's gone from literally people of a certain age being like we need to take care of these skateboarders they're ruining our 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 corporate art to it now was a, it's it like it was illegal in my hometown you couldn't skateboard yeah it was always i mean i had like what i have dude i have like can tell with ptsd like i had cops when i was younger like nine and oh, ten I, years old where course. they would come into my classroom like when i was a kid and like they would, uh, like I got arrested when I was little, and it was um, for trampled flowers. This place we'd always skate, and then come to find out, this like cop was completely unhinged, and she fixated on me because where I grew up skating was I was a white kid, and the rest of kids were black. Not black. the rest of them, but a lot of them were. Hmm. And so they would just like it's it's insane. Like the, I mean, yeah. I guess the more elevated answer would be to be like, yeah, I'm glad more people can make more money at this, and it's fine. People I know that are riders and professional skateboarders. Yeah. If you continue to make and live this life, see everyone that's great and all too, but down and dirty is it's fucking the Yeah. Well, the, I mean, if it, if it follows, if it follows the hip hop trajectory, we're about five years yeah. from whatever skateboarding's P Diddy is. That means and that's we're not seven years. Well, Chris, keep, that means we're seven years away from whatever skateboarding's jaw rule is. Uh, <laughs> it's murder. murder. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> I can't. Um, and also too is like this is what's interesting and uh, that I find about it is like so hip hop is always like like culture worldwide like American culture permeates every culture right like all of our pop culture references everything they're all referenced right well at some point like probably ten years ago hip hop became the mainstream 
culture in America, yeah. which then becomes the world culture. But then hip hop started taking from skateboarding, like Travis Scott, uh, Ray Schmerd, all these guys like started doing like Nike SP dunk collaborations. So okay. now you literally have skateboarding controlling the world in terms of like style. And you've got, you know, Justin Bieber posting clips, which is fine. If he skates, that's awesome. It gives him a good feeling. But then attached to that are these corporations that are like, yeah. you know, like, oh, let's uh, fucking let's, let's hop on that new skate train. But whatever. It's a fucking well, no, Shepard Ferry already skating speedy. I that's funny. Yeah, he definitely is. And he was he was on the game back in the day. Who's Shepard Ferry? I know the name and I don't know he's why. The, he's a street artist that did the, the Obama. Street artist that did the Obama Hope thing. And he yeah, also did all yeah. the um, uh, the Andre the Giant uh, that clothing line I can never remember the name of with Andre okay. the Giant. Okay. Obey. Also, fun fact about Shepard Ferry, you can just meet him in various coffee shops in LA because uh, for being a guy who has like a gazillion dollars, like still like apparently lives in like a small house in Silver Lake and does not acknowledge it. And you're just like, <laughs> that makes me really. Also, another Shepard Ferry yeah. story. He was sat, that's the story I wanted to tell. Sat in a coffee shop and a guy walks up and goes, Hey, man, I love your art. I'm an artist too. And he goes, Let's see your stuff. And he goes, What? And he's like, Let me see your stuff. And he's like, yeah, it's really good. And he's like, here, this is my art dealer. I'll call him right now. Go have a meeting. And like, and it's apparently, awesome. like, like Shepard Ferry is like the like notorious for like the door of access into uh, into art. He's like holding open with barth arms and is like, come on, let's go. There's a bunch of fucks in here with money. Everybody, draw that's on actually, a shoe. Like, really it's one of those things cool. where, you, yeah. where you're like, I, I, I've Ferry announced a lot of skateboard contests all over. And uh, in Cincinnati, he uh, came to one of the events there and he was a hired artist. They were doing some like obey thing. This was years ago, but he was very nice. He was like very aloof. I mean, not, not in like a cool guy way. He was just like, yeah, this is cool. Just like watched and hung out. I got nothing. Uh, that comic Can- down there, Rune Lifberg, helped design a new public skate park here in Denmark. Fuck yeah, Rune Lifberg is Sick, a man. old skater from. Uh, uh, is he? Comments help me. Is he Finnish or is he Norwegian or is he? No, he's Danish. He's probably Danish. Yeah. I'm going to guess he's probably Denmark Danish. Park. Because yeah. if I know anything yeah, about yeah, Scandinavia. Okay. There's no way the Danes are letting some fucking Finn build their yeah. skate park. They if they wanted a, oh man, if they wanted a skate park that spelled out "We beat Russia in the war," they just build that themselves. There's a lot of great Finnish skateboarders and Swedish, but yeah, but they're um um yeah. What's so, the short what's, answer? What's the hot shit in skateboarding? What's the hot what's shit that? skateboarding right now? Because like when I was when I was a kid, it was during like peak X Games, Tony Hawk 900 shit. So it was all vert. And we just come out um, of like a lot of street stuff. Um, I mean, now but it was like Bob like, Burnquist doing the loop and shit like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's more like street kids. Now it's Sean, who's a kid from here from New York. That's like the face of Adidas. I mean, Jonah Hill uh, kind of like made a movie called Mid 90s. It was like okay. his version of kids. Um, took a lot of New York City skaters and kind of made it out of it. Um, Tashawn, I would say Tashawn probably. He's like all over Times Square. Okay. Um, which is shit, Ripper. Um, street skating is what's kind of hot now because it's urban. Yeah. And it's, um, this is funny. Did they finally stop? Did you hear fucking um uh this uh, off topic? Did you hear um uh Michael Chase bit on the term people of color? Is that no. in his new one? It's in that show that he had, uh, that Michael Che television show. Oh, I haven't watched it. Uh, but he says he's like, please stop calling me colored. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I never thought about it that way. Yeah. As I, why would I? But it was really fucking funny. Uh, there's a yeah. there's a British term called BAME, which yeah. is the Bame? media term. Yeah, it's black doggy. A- no, it's uh, it's like black Asian. 
multiracial or ethnic and well, they are using it like a catch-all term and every time i hear it i'm like that's us that sounds like the mega slur like that mm, sounds like like racist are like sick and tired of being specific i don't yeah. like the following they just made one like it's just like what do you do like stop yeah, if there's you a, think you're helping, you're not. There's a lot yeah. of uh, uh, there's a lot of like names for things like that that feel like they were definitely invented by white people. Like I always felt that way about urban. Oh yeah, yeah. where it was like yeah, it's the, I was, that was a nice question. That's clearly clearly a white person did that. That's insane. That was, was, you know the urban element. And it's that's like, how like mm. we're you know like a lot of comedy I started doing was all like uh, black rooms, and they'd be like, I, when I first moved to New York, they're like, oh, you've got an urban background. I'm like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? And then you realize you're like, oh, I guess it's just a term that you know people use. I still don't like comedy. it though. It it always felt short lived. No, 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 I no, I don't like it all it's a black show. It's a it's a black show. That's yeah. It's like I just weird. I just think I don't it's like weird. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but I don't know. Again, I'm also six foot two, blonde hair, blue eyed white guy, so I can't really die in any hill of terminology. I kind of just smile and nod. I'm like, no, nah, I wouldn't I use know, it. I, but. I'm of the same way where I'm just like, um, I like no comment. You know what I mean? Mm. Where you, you yeah, like, I like oh, the, I, the tons I of questions. A lot of the, I, I ask questions all the time. I'm no, so, no, so annoying. But enough well, of no. people like me have come up and been like, yeah, I already know that you've shown up and been like, but why? Where I'm yeah. just like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of younger NBA guys now are pretty awesome in that they'll get these questions that are loaded. Like, what do you think of these movements and stuff? And they'll be like, what do you think of? Yeah. And they just turn it over. Hell yeah. Yeah. Good for you, kid. Good for you. Bill Burr did it too. Bill Uh, Burr had like a a morning radio. Try uh, to think of it. Here's my question. In skateboarding, has there been like a Bill Cosby of skateboarding, or like has there been? Oh any... God, yes. Oh, because I was like, there has to one that lives two blocks from me. What? <laughs> like major? Oh yeah, major Nike athlete. Oh for sure. Wow. Not like, like not 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 the same. Obviously, the pathology of Bill Cosby, but not nice. <laughs> like yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just, um, you don't hear about it, like wrestling. But the culture is an. I. When was the last time you could name a skater, John? uh tony hawk yeah exactly so it's not it's not like mainstream yeah. like we'd never we don't even know the most famous ones let yeah alone the, and it's the but wells. yeah i mean i watched that vice documentary on skate co- apocalypse i would have learned that guy's name but i was too busy being like how is he not dead that is so that, many different brain injuries yeah it's a weird one again it's like anything it's just like um yeah, skate, and it's also too. It's funny because people like will be like, "Oh, you're a skateboarding comedian." Like, no, and there are those, and you know, there's an LA guy that he was just here doing it. And big ups if you want to do it, but I, I'm not. I don't. I don't like people that are like, "He's the accountant comedian." I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, there's a there's a guy that was on. I can't remember his name right now. He did um, Burt Kreischer's podcast with Tony Hawk, and he's mm-hmm. like a skater, but he also does sort of does stand up. He does. Um, he's in with the the. Um, <laughs> What's a, a Big J's? Is it Legion of Skanks? Oh, Legion of Skanks. Skanks. In with those guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, like, get in where you fit in. Like, if that's your thing, like, fuck yeah. But, like, I just, it's just weird to me. I'm also old. I'm supposed to hate things. Like, I'm not into it. Like, you know, like, I just, Jason Ellis. I just wanted... Jason Ellis is his name. Oh, well, he's like an old pro skater. And then mm-hmm. he, now he's like an MMA fighter. He's like the original broadcaster. Oh, yeah. that. But, I mean, that guy is like. He was never um, a comedian, first off. He's like a radio personality. But before, he's like an OG pro skater. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. But right, cool. I'm kind of talking. To, and he, he, I think John, the look, 
Max? Oh no. Max. Max. Um, While Max is delayed, I just want to bring up Kimmer's B's amazing comment. BAME is the detention center of words. Just group them all together. Phenomenal stuff, Kimmer's. We have abandoned the governor general of the stream bit months ago. That's great. And it could be it could be the LGBT, but it's not. It feels like it's a similar like here's what it is. I can explain opposite intentions. Here's what I can explain. It's imagine if LGBTQ was invented by a straight man oh. trying to like trying to yell at a big group of gays. Which you. Much like LGBT is like us and BAME is the, the them. It's it's sort of like it's where the name came from. Who are Don't you give your bit away, Beth. Your was community I... or those people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh people who aren't us, Tories. Yeah. That's very good. Uh or it's a government <laughs> term. So yes. Tory. A uh, Republican. Republican. Okay, you're too. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right, boys. Um, I gotta get out of here. Thank you so much for having me. I want to come back on and talk more. Thanks for coming up, Max. Is there anything? Are you doing anything that people can find you on, or listen Um, to, or read? The pot, the podcast. If you want to, um, on uh, YouTube, it's Max White presents. Um, I haven't done it in a few months because I'm, whatever, being piled. Um, but yeah, and uh, just Instagram at this is Max White. Um, and. Uh, did you say anything about when you're doing your thing thing, Chris, on here yet? Uh, my what? Your thing. That's I'm coming up. Yeah. The album recording? Uh, yeah, March 19th. Download that shit when it comes out. Fuck yeah. yeah. Well, we'll awesome. come out for a while after that, but that'll be sick. That'll be good. Chris, yeah, okay, are you I'll... going with the title that I think you should use for your album? Put a bets on Chris. Oh, wow. That's... Fuck off. Uh, just <laughs> he take just him off. off on He's that? gone. I just, I just kicked him out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Max. Have a good one, buddy. Ah, uh, see you, Max. That's just so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Max White, everybody. Max White. Max White. Uh, love that guy. I would have let the point. countdown run, but I was worried that Max would just disappear because he, he doesn't know the bit. Did bit, which is of course yeah. why. It is not going to be called Piss Bets. It is going to be called Piss Bets. I have no idea what to call it. I still have no clue. Put a bets on Chris. I have no idea what I'm going to call it. Uh, Bets get excited in here. Oh, yes, please. Very silly. What about Um, what about Chris Bets, please? Chris Bets, please. Like in that Uh, voice? We're still going. What's up, Ashley? But we're about to uh, shut it down. We just um, yeah. we just had a lot of time. Unless you want to jump down. on, give us a quick update. Give us a quick update, Ashley, if you want to jump on. We're going to end pretty soon, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have no idea. I no fucking clue what to call my goddamn album. Someone someone told me a good idea recently, and I forgot it, but I wrote it down. Um. We'll get there. I got tons of time. I got nothing but time. Game. Uh, game bets and match. Very nah, good. Computer's all off and would take ages. Fair, actually. Fair enough. Hope you had a good night. Oh, um, yeah. We're not here tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. That's right. It's the weekend. Oh, time. I love this. Uh, let's talk nice. about Bets Baby. Also yeah. a beautiful A Tale of Two Shittings. I feel like that's more of a that's more of a this show. I'm the I'm the only one that doesn't really talk about shitting myself. What about slipper when bets? Which slippery I think was when bets. Sli- that's funny. Slippery when bets. I was listening to Margaret Cho's uh, comedy album from 2003, Revolution. And um, she has a great story about shitting herself. And I immediately thought of you guys. 
Thank you. I, I like, uh, <laughs> have you heard of uh, uh, Margaret Cho's I Am the One That I Want? Uh, if I have, it was a long time ago. Everyone go watch that. It is so fucking good. And it is yeah. like the, yeah, very much uh, the, all oh, bets are off. Very nice, Andy. Uh, very much the progenitor of a lot of American one-person shows. Guys, mm. here are my plugs and rigs. Um, I would like you all to plug and go and support Chris Betts. He has a coffee. Go get it. Also, join the Patreon if you haven't uh, j -j -j joined it. We'll be doing a gaming stream next Wednesday with patrons. That will be the stream on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, besides that, we will be here starting on Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific. What will you talk about? No idea. Ashley should be back. I can't really remember if she's still working. We don't on... know yet. She doesn't know yet. Yeah. We'll find out. So I don't know. Find out, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. All I want to know, here's what I want you to say, is also go, Ashley has a coffee, buy her coffee. We all have a Patreon, enjoy our Patreon. Um, I think Ashley's here on Sunday, so she turned on on Sunday to see if she is here. Chris, I think, is going to be here on Sunday. Yeah, so tune are. in to see Chris. I think I'm going to be here on Sunday, so tune in to see me. Now, Chris, who are we going to raid, baby? We're going to raid JJ. Oh, let's raid JJ, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, let's raid JJ. And uh, the raid message is, I think I will be back. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, on Sunday, Ashley Manning might be here. Nice. Um, uh, don't forget to give uh, titles in the chat in our Perfect. Discord. And don't forget to do stream summaries. We put those up with the podcast. We love them. Thank you so much for contributing them. So far, Tiger Tiger's been the MVP. Let's see if anyone can unseat them. More like the NVT. Oh, most valuable tiger. NVTT. Oh, um, so say hello to DJ. What is our raid message? Um, ye boy. Yeah, I like that. Ye boy. Ye boy. <laughs> uh, also, ye boy, and also just work in a bunch of Chris Betts puns in his chat. I think that that would be fun. Yeah. Oh, that's it. It'll be Chris Betts puns. Just whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever Chris Betts puns. puns you can find. Whatever, whatever buns, whichever uh, puns one you, you prefer. Benny exactly. and the Betts. All bets are off. All these are, all these are welcome. Um, cool. We're gonna raid JJ. John, do you want to set up an old lady talking about sex? I will. Before we do, can you just look at the avatar for Kimmer's B in the chat? Does that look like the photo of an author on the back cover of the book yeah. of like of a thriller? Good. Yeah. That, yeah. It's 100%. been bothering me. All, the whole afternoon, yeah. I'm like, what does that photo remind me of? And it just came to me, and I had to say it to you, or I would have had to write it to you as soon as we were done. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, what a fun week this was. Um, so happy Ashley is back. Kirsten and Tiger are fighting. What a, what, <laughs> what a Sunday show we're already gearing up to have, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's very exciting. And now, very nice go classes. Ray JJ, job, and please enjoy this old woman. Talk we love you guys. See ya. Bye. So the man passes the sperm to the woman, and now his sperm is in her. Maybe you're wondering if a mistake could be made when having sexual intercourse. That can't happen. <laughs>